Oh, am I on? Am You're I? on. Oh, I like starting. To, it's my show now. <laughs> Only because right. you have the no, like no, 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 no. It's my no, 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 no. <laughs> it's my show now. That's right. We negotiated, and they, they, we, we talked since yesterday. Everyone's like, "Oh no, are they going to stop doing the show?" No, no, no. It's my show now. It is now the Adamcast IRL. He forgot to change it. It's okay. I'll forgive you. You're, uh-huh. you're, you're still, uh, you're still hired. Uh, <laughs> Smash that like button because this is my show. That's what we do here. We smash the like button. That's the whole show. That's it. I'm just everybody. Just I'm gonna sit here for two hours, smashing the like button over and over and over again. Oh, sorry. All right, all right. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Tim Cast IRL. I have. I have. uh, uh, Tim is still here. We have important news. There is important news. New Jersey has announced it is now mandatory to wear a mask in all outdoor public spaces. I, I don't know necessarily what that means, but it's a mandatory mask law. We are leaving New Jersey. Oh, yeah. We are a family-friendly show, so let me just say F New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Indeed. It's, you know, look, I, I should have learned my lesson from all of, the, all of the shows that have made fun of New Jersey for being just awful, <laughs> but this place is the worst. You know, it's funny. I've straight up, I've been, I've been making fun of New Jersey for like 25 years. Yeah, man. Seriously, 25 years, because I went to high school outside of Philadelphia. And man, everyone hated Jersey drivers. Jersey drivers, that, that oh, term this, this, I've this heard the worst for state. so long. And then I moved to New York. And guess what I heard? Jersey drivers. Oh, Dude. they're the worst. So here, here, here's, the, here's, the, here's the news. In honor of this mandatory mask law, I have purchased a special mask yes. that I will have to wear whenever I go outside, apparently. Because look, if you go outside onto a street, that's public space, right? Yeah. So this is the mask that I have purchased. It's uh. <laughs> It's a sports sports memorabilia mask for for one of our longstanding football teams. Yep, the Washington Redskins. Wait, does mm-hmm. that mean we have to wear a mask when we go skate outside in the backyard? Not in the backyard, that's private. Oh, okay, okay, good. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> but if you want to like ride your board down your street, yeah, down, yeah. down the street. So yeah, I, I got I actually got a Redskins mask just because. In all seriousness, if they changed the name, it would be cool to have, you know, before. Because also, I think the Chiefs, the Indians, there's a bunch of teams that are like for some reason named after Native Americans. And they're going to change them all. So I thought it'd be cool, but uh, but it'd also be very funny if they change the name because it's offensive, and then I have then I'm wearing it. Yes. Yeah. There you go, New Jersey, and I'll be like, hey, 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 look, hey, hey, yo, Bye, football, Jersey. football team. No one will care though. It's it's stupid. No. There was there was this funny thing where this guy made a shirt that said Caucasians, <laughs> okay, and it was the same logo but like a white face profile, and I'm like, but that's not a slur. No one cares. Yeah. Like I I really doubt there was a white guy who saw that went <laughs> got all angry. He's like probably just like, oh, that's a funny shirt. I get it. It's a joke. I mean, I, I get it. It's a funny joke. I, I mean, do we know for a fact that... Can I even say the name? Are we, you, I, I feel like you're avoiding saying the name. What name? The Redskins? What? I said Redskins. Yeah, I said oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, all right. Well, I, I, I want to know who's actually upset. No, like, nobody. Who, who's actually upset about Aunt Jemima? Like, who's, who's really mad upset? about Aunt Jemima. Nobody yeah. is. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. The, actually, the, the family. family. Yeah, yeah, the family of Aunt Jemima is mad they got their name pulled off. Ridiculous. Yeah. Totally backwards. Oh, man. So, apparently... That dude who ran over, who, who, not ran over, but ran into the Black Lives Matter activists. It's a terrible story. Vehicular homicide charge, Dawit Kalete. They've destroyed this man's life. I agree. You know, I, you, you got to love it, man. Lady Antebellum changed, oh. changed their name to uh, Lady A. Should we talk about this? Lady A? No, the, well, I guess you're, you're bringing it up. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no. Look, late, Lady A is an actual singer, I guess, from, from Seattle, yep. a black woman. Lady Antebellum changes their name Hold for on. Black Lives Matter. Hold on, I want to read exactly. This is this well, is, we're going to get into it later. Oh, just, we're going to talk just, about it later. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm okay. just doing a so general I'll wait, intro. I'll man. wait till later then. What we have here 
is a, a group of white individuals in a band trying to take the name from a black singer and suing her to steal the name. Yeah. You have a bunch of white progressives dancing in the highway. Not exaggerating. They were doing, what was it called? Like the candy cane shuffle or something? I don't know what, what The Cupid called. shuffle? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. In the high, on the highway. Yeah, at night. And this guy, at ni- they're at, it's at night. They're wearing all black. Yep. Around a bend. Yep. With, with, with vehicles obstructing your view. Checks out. And a guy is driving and, and, and he tries to swerve out of the way, hits him. And now this guy is going to go to prison for uh, for a long time. So these are the stories that we have. Uh, uh, we, we had a bunch of other stuff, too. We're going to talk about this cancel culture stuff. We're almost going to lead with it. Uh, the, fo- the co-founder of Vox has been canceled. That's it. He's not, he's not allowed to talk anymore, I guess. Well, you don't like Vox anyway, right? Vox is okay. It's okay. But this is the, they're, they're, they're the, they're like the snooty elitist of this, you know, of the far left. Okay. So they're the ones who, instead of screaming in your face, they'll, they'll walk up to you and go, actually, oh. Lady Antebellum is, is in, in well within their rights to take the name from this woman. It's not racist when we do it. That's what Vox is like. <laughs> yeah. Legally, legally, I've read, I've read all about it. Well, I, I'll talk about it later, I guess, when we actually talk about it. It's, this is it's, it's, it's a crazy story. Yeah. I, can't, I, I, I can believe it. I, I, I want to pretend like I'm going to be shocked. Oh, oh, you mean to tell me that privileged leftists <laughs> are putting, putting, sending a black man to prison because they wanted to dance on the highway? Uh-huh. And then you've got this, this, this uh, I think she's a blues singer, is now being sued is by she, this band. Uh, is she not African-American? She is. Oh, yeah. That's okay. the point. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's these white progressives who are like, actually, we're not the racists. It's your, you're the racists. Somehow. Now let's go ruin the lives of these people. Yep. Like, they're disgusting, man. I can't stand these people. Yeah, when I read it, I, I laughed at first because it was so bizarre and out there that because they changed their name because of inclusivity and Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. And then I read this today that they're now suing her. I just, I laughed, and then it dawned on me that it, that it wasn't satire. It wasn't Listen, a satire article. We I was also, like, oh, wait, this is serious. What? We also got a flashback Wednesdays. Oh, it's Wednesday, right? Yeah, it's, it's Wednesday. Has, okay, it's Wednesday. Don Lemon, 2013, oh, yeah. oh, man. said Bill O'Reilly doesn't go far enough in criticizing the black community. And oh. then he goes on to say a whole bunch of things that if we said today, that if anybody said today, would be insta-banned from like every platform. Don Lemon went off the rails. Like, man, I, I can't believe he even said this back then. 2013, that wasn't that long ago. Yeah. But, it so seems like a long time ago. Bill, o, Bill O'Reilly said people make personal choices that results in their you know, detriment and poverty. Yep. And then Don Lemon's all like, yeah, he's right. But he doesn't go far enough. And then he specifically starts pointing out all of these things. Just, yep. wow, man, wow. So th- that's, that's the point, man. I, w- I, w- I want to call this out. We talk about it a lot, but these people, man. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. Man, I'm sick of it. Entitlement. I'm sick of it. So if you haven't already, make sure you smash. Smash, 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 smash. smash. Sorry, Thank you. <laughs> that was new. I, I don't know where that came from. I oh, I, oh, I dare, I dare smash the like button. <laughs> That's right. Smash the subscribe button and the notification bell. You can also like the smash button. Oh yeah, doesn't exist, but I like you know, it in your head. Smash. And it. if you want to, you can uh, um, super chat because we will read some of your super chats later in the show. But let's oh, yeah. do this. Let's jump over to this this story, man. The New York Times reports driver charged with vehicular homicide in death of Seattle protester. The driver, DeWitt Colette, 27, struck two protesters with his car early Saturday, one of whom later died, prosecutor said. Now, before we read this, they point out these women are non-binary. 
these they the women these they are non-binary these they these these thems I don't know what the right word is. What do I call them? Well, non-binaries. Non-binaries. I, I, honestly, these, these non-binaries. This this new thing about. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to be lit. Babies. I mean Have you heard this? Babies. Babies. I know Lydia's like, oh, I, I, oh, I man. she's got it? a lot to say. It's, no, it's this is a new thing. Off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Babies. They call them babies because they're not giving them a gender. Yeah, they're they're, they're children. Okay, okay, but I'm so, I'm I'll hold, I'm I'm we're, we're trying to talk about news. Right, right, okay. Right, right, right. Now, wait, let me just. Trying to be respectful and follow the rules of YouTube. Okay. They're not women. Okay. They, they're, they, so I don't know what to say. Vayman. Um, Vayman. That, that hey. sounds terrible. Vayman. <laughs> that kind of works. Kinda no, works. it's got it's got the word men in it, and oh, that's uh, no, that's fine. That's so triggering. To We're me. gonna call them okay. point, uh, point of privilege. Floorboat. Point of privilege. Um, that triggers me. Vayman. Vayman. It I has. It, they're they're not men. It's so. spelled with an I. M I N. No, yeah. no, no. I think that actually works. I mean that in in, in all sincerity. Vayman. Yeah. They. And man, as in humans, like man, woman, and theyman. Hmm. What else? Is there a word? Non-binaries? Theyman. Okay. So, so theyman are non-binary. Uh, the, these theyman are non-binary. So let's see if the New York Times gets it right when they talk about yep. it. Let's read the news here. I'm holding my breath. A Seattle man. How do they know that? Oh, did he tell them? Are they assuming his gender? They sure are. I mean that literally, though. Look at the beginning of the next paragraph, too. The, the man. man. That's so weird that they Straight do that. Up. That is weird that they do that, though. I mean, at least they're not throwing a race word in there, too. Well, why don't they just say, Dewitt Colette? You know what I mean? Or let's read it. A Seattle man who authorities said drove into a protest on a closed section of Interstate 5 over the weekend, killing one demonstrator, was charged on Wednesday with vehicular homicide, vehicular assault, and reckless driving. The man, Dewitt Colette, 27, is being held with bail set at $1.2 million. Wow. Why? Why? It was an accident. Yeah, clearly. Welcome to the morality policing world, man. Get out of the cities. Get away from these people. Because I'll tell you what. They will break into your house. You will defend yourself. And you will go to prison. So it seems They like will dance on the highway. Think about how insane that is. I don't care if it's closed or not. This dude clearly wasn't intending to hit them. Yeah. Now, now he gets a $1.2 million bail. He gets to go to prison. Two of the charges, vehicular homicide and vehicular assault, are felonies. A spokesman for the prosecuting attorney's office said they have destroyed this man's life. Now, I get it. He was driving. He had two people. One of them died. They say straight up, it's not murder. It's a manslaughter charge, meaning it was it was an accident. Right. He wasn't supposed to be on the highway. They don't clarify how he got on the highway, but it was not an intentional killing. His life is now over because he is stupid, and that's about it. And they wanted to dance on the highway. The Washington State Patrol and FBI were still investigating the matter, and Mr. Colette could face additional charges, according to a statement from the prosecutor's office. The authorities said that Mr. Coletti was driving a white Jaguar XJL when he drove into the protesters at a high rate of speed early on Saturday morning, striking two protesters. You see, they just keep saying protesters instead of them or she. That's safer. One of them, Summer Taylor of Seattle, died later that day at the hospital. Another protester, Diaz Love of Portland, Oregon, was hospitalized in serious condition. A sobriety test indicated that Mr. Coletti was not under the influence at the time, according to a police report. uh, Diaz Love who, like Summer Taylor, uses non-binary pronouns, shared a hospital selfie on Facebook this week with a message saying that they were alive and stable. No, they, wait, wait, wait. No, they weren't. One of them died. They, meaning the one person. But she's talking about two, the, the, the paragraph talks about two, two people. people involved. I, yes. They yeah. would have to say they is. That, that is or correct. They is alive and stable. I'm not exaggerating. No, no. Grammar. They're, grammar is being thrown into a blender and shredded yep. because, if, because if, of this. If you're going to be talking about two people, then they must follow a singular. So it should say, they is alive and stable. That's a good point. 
That's that's true. Because it says Diaz Love, like Summer Taylor, shared a hospital selfie. I cannot believe Summer was murdered. Murdered. They wrote, if they thought this this murder would make us back down, they are very wrong. Who's they? Now who's they? I can't. St- this is ridiculous, man. Oh my man. gosh. Language is supposed to help us understand what's happening. And the, I, t- I kid you not, when I read this, I was like, wait, they're alive? No, but she was murdered. What is she talking about? Oh, they. What is they talking? What is they talking about? And it wasn't murder. It wasn't murder. Yeah, first well, of all, it wasn't murder. The, 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 I don't know. She I believes don't, it I don't, is. I don't know what to say, I'm sorry. They. Look, man, I'll tell you what. They. They. Men. They I'm not. I'm Florbo? not saying Florbo? this in any way to be disrespectful or funny. What? I can't understand when I when when I'm reading and they say, "Oh, you know what they're talking about." If if the, if the New York Times writes a paragraph with multiple people in it and then says they are alive, why would I assume a singular at all? So they need to use, they can't use uh, the pronoun here. It would have to say, to be completely fair, that uh, uh, Diaz Love shared a hospital selfie with a message saying that Diaz was alive. It would have to use her name. Yeah, you have yep. to use a specific name. Correct. Yeah, and then, she, and then, and then <sighs> it's messed up. Summer, wait, Diaz calls it murder. And, well, ridiculous. and you can tell that's, that's the emotional side that, that will never relinquish because my friend was murdered my fellow protester was murdered by this person and it's like Damon. i read the i read into the the police report and like he he constantly was asking if they were okay he he was he felt terrible it's like there's no way that they got murdered that is a ridiculous claim like he felt he felt terrible he he has a, a strong family like they're all that immigrated here legally do working it's like it's sad. I'm like, so ready to just shut everything down and just take the van down to the river, man. I'll take over. Think about how stupid this is. That the New York Times wrote a nonsensical paragraph to placate this this person for this story. Well, they 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 prefer they pronouns, so now we're going to break the paragraph. Basically. And I'm supposed to understand and just know. I tell you this: if the right, if a regular person was reading this, they would assume they were both alive. Yeah, that's true. It mentions two people and says they were alive. Mm-hmm. And then the very next sentence is, they were, I can't believe they were murdered. Summer was murdered. It's yeah. like, wait, what? Well, technically, it's they because they're both they's, right? So dumb. Yeah. So yeah. they were murdered. Yeah. Here they say uh, the episode was uh, followed dozens of similar incidents involving cars striking demonstrators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know all about it. Huh? It was not clear which incidents were premeditated and which were prompted by rage as drivers found their routes blocked by protesters. Uh, I'll go ahead and say very few of them. There's a story out of New York City. near. It was on 42nd. It was near, I, th- I think, near Bryant Park. And an SUV was trying to drive down the street. Yes, yeah, The that. protesters run up and block it. The car stops. They start yelling, you got to go another way. And the guy's just sitting there. The, van, the, the SUV's not moving. Well, he couldn't. They were surrounding the They vehicle. were jumping on his hood. Right. And then somebody says, Papa's effing tires. Well, actually, they before start they to, even say that, you can hear someone took the thing off. Yeah, they're hissing. They're draining his the, tires. The hissing of the air popping out. Are coming and then out. people start hitting the car. And so he speeds up. Yep. And they start screaming, get out of the way, get out of the way. And then he takes off and he drags a bike. And then the story was SUV plows through protesters. It's, re- it's crazy. Dude, I, I'm, 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 not, I'm not in a good mood about any of this stuff. The media has, has no credibility. Nope. They could have, n- none of these people actually watched any of the videos. Correct. They didn't bother to. They didn't do their job. These people don't do their job anymore. Could you imagine if I had a plumber and he shut up to your house and just went in the living room and like played video games? You'd be like, bro, I'm not hiring you to do this. You'd be like, well, I'm on the clock. Too bad. Yep. But with journalists, people just assume they must be correct. 
Yeah. The journalists have realized this. Well, they're not journalists. They're not journalists anymore. They're they're I'm actors. Talking, I'm talking about NY1. I know. They're yeah. actors. Yeah. That's yep. what it is. They're just TV TV actors. Exactly. And then they just get a robot to write up a generic fake article. Yep. No one has any idea what happens. And then everyone else rewrites the same trash. Mr. Colette's lawyer, John Henry Brown, told the AP that he was remorseful over the incident. And there's absolutely nothing political about this case whatsoever. Mr. Colette lives with his parents in Seattle. So what are they going to put up? They got to put a 10% for him to get out of jail. This guy, he works for DoorDash. Yeah. And now he's going to go to prison because he was just dumb. Look, I, I think these laws are, are so stupid. So stupid. I'm totally down with prison reform. How does it make sense that someone who did not intend to, to, to kill someone is facing a $1.2 million bond? I don't know. The, 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 right. The criminal intent. Why it's it's isn't you know man? No, they're using this. They're using this as fuel to to burn, to get more angry, emotional outbreaks from the people that they think are winning this this civil war, this mental civil war that we keep talking about. That's yeah. what it is. It was an accident. They're placing their bets. This guy should have been let go right away. The guy in New York agreed. The guy in New York got taken into custody and released. released. No charges. Yep, exactly. No. I mean, he didn't kill anybody. Granted, right. You know, so this this actually did result in a death, which is which is terrible. But he he did not he didn't murder anybody. It was yeah. absolutely an accident. They don't know how he got on the highway. For all we know, the, it, they could have forgot one of the exit or the entrances. He could have just been well, going yep. like GP. The GPS might have just been like take a right onto or, the entrance or, and boom, followed they, it up. Did they put a hard roadblock in the highway? Right. What, did they? What, what if he was? What if he got on a long time ago? Right. Yeah. And, what if he and just we're reading. Wrong they turn? don't even know yet. So how they, are they adding this and and making this what they're slamming on him when they don't even have all the information? Well, themselves? maybe maybe it'll go to trial. Maybe maybe he'll win. But do you think this guy's gonna be able to afford a, a real attorney, a real lawyer to to, to defend him? No, well, I, I certainly want to give him a little bit of help. Yeah, seriously. So here's I I pulled up the the state law for Washington. They say vehicular homicide. It is a manslaughter charge. A crime related to manslaughter is vehicular homicide, which is defined as a death caused by any type of motor vehicle, including a car, SUV, taxi, motorcycle, truck, or bus. Under state law, any death that occurs within three years after an auto accident due to injuries incurred in the accident can be considered vehicular homicide if the accident was caused by another driver's negligence. Why send someone to, to uh, why charge him with a felony and put him in prison for, for several years over what's obviously an accident? To the, make an example out of him. Yeah, I think you're but right. But what's that going to do? Nobody knows. It's going to cause more disruptions, more people being upset. No, like, I'm talking about the law look, in general outside of all of this. Okay. Like these laws are everywhere. How, it, it never made sense to me when they're like, somebody is driving a car and it's negligent, not malicious, and they get into an accident and they're sad and they're upset and it was an accident and they have no intent on committing crimes ever again. And so you're like, yeah, but we think we should just totally destroy so, your life and lock you up for several years. Yeah, not so, only do you have the death of someone on your on your conscience forever. Without the intent to actually kill them. Exactly. It was an accident. They like, say accident. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that's that's what I was saying the other day. Like, I feel bad for this guy because, he, I mean, he, he was in the car. He heard them hit the car. And he tried stopping. He continually, continually asked the cops, are they okay? Like, he tried stopping. I, I, I want to know if they're okay. Please tell me if they're okay. And it's like, they man, him. he clearly, and they, they came after him, so he drove further away. It's like he didn't drive away. He waited for them. Matt, I feel bad for him. He's got it on his conscience. It's like, that is enough. That, that's, that's terrible. He didn't, he didn't do it on purpose. It's a class A felony. It's insane. If a person commits vehicular homicide under the influence of drugs or alcohol, an additional two years will be added to the sentence. 
So I believe as, as a felony, it's probably a minimum of one year. I don't know entirely. You know, it could be different in, 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 uh, in Washington. But what about the people who are on the highway? Don't they have responsibility for breaking the law? Or who led them there? Who was letting them dance it's not, on the highway? It, it's not even about who let them. Nobody did. But, but they broke the law by being on the highway of obstructing a highway. Yeah. That's a good point. Do they have no responsibility. Are any of these other people going to be arrested? No. I'll tell you what. Arrest this guy. Lock him up for, for vehicular homicide. I get it. The law's in the books. And every single person doing that stupid shuffle dance should get charged for whatever the charge is for obstructing a highway. The police won't do it. And, and for causing, uh, uh, well, what that, yeah, what causing that, for, an accident. For causing a death. Not every, just an every accident. Every single one death. of those the people on the highway should be, should be charged with... Some kind of, I 100% agree with you. Yep. Absolutely. But this is, this, is, this is the name of the game, man. This is why I'm, I want to get as far away from these cities as possible. Yeah. It is in our faces. Yep. They, they, you, you, will, you will be driving down the road. They will jump on your car. They will shoot you. And then you will get arrested if you try and, if you try and do anything. Yep. They have given these people carte blanche to just go around and do whatever they want with, mm-hmm. with, with impunity. It, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So can the feds come in and do something about this? Not this guy specifically, but they were on an interstate. That's federal jurisdiction, right? That's a, that's How about you charge point. them? That's Trump, charge these people for blocking the highways. They keep doing it across the country. Now, there's no law and order, and it's not going to come from the Republicans. It's not going to come from Trump. I have no faith in, in, in anybody. You, 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 you know, I, I look at what's going on in New Jersey second with Jeff Andrew. You know, you know what's going on with this? No, what is it? Jeff Andrew is the guy who switched from Democrat to Republican. Okay, right. So now what do we, what do we get? We have a district that is traditionally Republican voting in a, uh, a, a moderate right-leaning Democrat. Okay. Probably the furthest left Republican in the Republican Party. Yeah. Now, that's fine because Jeff Andrew, I think, is an okay dude. I don't agree with some of them. He's actually further right than I am. But if the whole party is being if, – if, if, if all of our political space is being pulled to the left, that even in this, this, this district that's Republican, they're going to vote in, you know, a left-leaning – technically a far left Republican by Republican standards. I'm not convinced that whatever happens in November is going to rectify any of this. Hmm. These cultural issues have nothing to do with politics and politics comes so far after the cultural issues. It's pointless. There's nothing. I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm sorry, man, I'm being pessimistic, but I don't know what can be done at this point. Yeah. And, the, if, and that's actually on that note, it's like they're, they're mixing them both together. So you can't even, you can't even start an argument because they, politics culture it doesn't matter to them it's all and this big mess of that's what they're angry about it's like well what are you angry about well the culture and 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 everything and the 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 society and all political realm it's everything's fault so you can't even like start a conversation because it's all of it together they combined it we we have jumped so hard into authoritarianism Mm -hmm. over the past several months yep you're the past several years and this is cultural there yep. is no changing it. Mm-hmm. There is no resistance to the authoritarian takeover. There is no Republican. There is no conservative. There is no right-leaning individual that is, that is part of a large resistance group that challenges this stuff. The closest thing you have to it is the intellectual dark web. Okay. A group of academics and, and high-profile individuals and some conservatives who are challenging this. What I mean to say is, of course, there are people who are Trump supporters, conservative, moderate, who all agree this stuff has gone too far. But there is no collective organization that works like the left does to destroy our civil rights and civil liberties. It's true. In California, they have literally voted the state assembly and the state senate to repeal 
civil rights law from their constitution. Yep. It is happening in our faces. It's crazy. Across this country, morality placing is taking over, and there is no organizing from anyone anywhere to challenge it. There's a little bit, but what, what ends up happening, you know, and, and what I've been seeing from a lot of commentators is that conservatives sit back and say, wow, this stuff is bad. I'm going to vote for somebody come November. But the politics comes later. Who said, who, who's the one who said that politics is downstream? Andrew Breitbart. Breitbart. Politics is downstream from culture. That's one of my favorite quotes. That's why so everything true. always moves to the far left. Because all of these big brands think left is safe. No one knows what the line is for the left. Right. And no one is challenging it. And when you do, you get banned. Well, think, there's, think there's about, a few that are standing up right now. But, but think about the organizational power of the left. They have, new, they have dozens to, uh, to hundreds of nonprofits mm-hmm. that ma- manipulate, lie, target, destroy, harass, and the right has people, individuals. That's true. And that's the weakness. And that's actually the core philosophy of each side in a, in a sense. Yeah. The, the right is individualist and the left is collectivist. That's true. So the left forms a collective, gets a bunch of dumb people to send stupid emails. They go out, they block highways, committing a, ser- a crime, nothing happens. They tear down statues. How many people have been arrested for tearing down statues? Like five. And that's Trump. Yeah. And it's, I think, for I think the most a lot part. more now. Yeah. There's was, there was, there was a handful of people at the state level who have been arrested. Okay. But you look at the sheer number of people who have gone around doing this. Then you look at the people who, who painted over two letters of Black Lives Matter in that, in that California hate town crime. getting charged with the hate crime. This is it, man. We, we, we saw it with COVID. We see it now with the riots. If you go out and say lockdowns are bad. You're, you're, here, here's, a, here's a $500 fine. You go to church. Remember when those people went to church in their cars and the cop went co- car to car giving out tickets? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, but you can dance on the highway. No problem. Well, now it's even getting worse. Like people are going to church and the Black Lives Matter movement is showing up and, and screaming at the people going to church. Yeah. yeah. And going into the church and like shutting it down. Shut it down. Black Lives Matter. And it's like you guys are in the church. Like what, what are you fighting against right now? I thought it was police reform. And then now it's, you know, bring down the patriarchy and the nuclear family. And it's like, what, what is your, what is the goal? You know, you know, I don't think, I don't think anything's going to stop this. No. When Trump supporters, bikers for Trump came out to that small Ohio town Mm -hmm. and counter protested, the media said far right, violent, all that really negative stuff. Well, I mean, every, everybody, but the far left is far right to them. So, the, of course, because of the cultural institutions being controlled by the ideological left. So if I think there's only at, at, so I think there's a there's a couple. Mm, nah, voting won't change anything. It's it's too late. Electing a politician won't do anything because then for then two years later, you will have an ideological backlash from their from the fact that they're banning conservatives. They're banning moderates. You're, you're not allowed to say certain words or names. So what do you think happens in the next election if Republicans win? The Republicans will do nothing. They will not pass 230 reform. They, they, they'll say, well, you know, private corporations, that's a good argument. And they'll argue about it. And then two years later, the screeching, reeing left will vote in their people, take the House and pass hate speech laws. They'll get their Supreme Court, you know, nominees if Trump doesn't win. Then they'll start, they'll start making rulings on what the First Amendment doesn't actually talk about for, you know, about hate speech. So we can make hate speech illegal. I don't see uh, I don't see a way out unless literally nine out of 10 Americans stood on their front porch and like put a flag up or something asserting that we will not be bullied. But it's just like, how do you get the supposed silent majority to be the vocal majority? 
you, something I, I've been asking myself every day, Tim. People keep saying the silent majority will speak up in November and Trump will win and the Republicans will win. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they will. Or maybe there, it doesn't matter whether or not there's a silent majority at all. Who, who, I can't remember who said this. I think it may have been um, Michael Malice. I'm probably crediting the wrong person. If Maybe it was Jesse Kelly. Oh, whatever. I'm shouting you guys out, so I don't know who said it. They said if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, did it make a sound? No. So if there is a silent majority and they're silent, they may as well not exist. Mm. It makes a sound. The tree? Yep. But no one hears it. That's okay. So no one knows. No one cares. No action is taken. The tree is never removed. There, you just have a downed tree and you have the problems caused by a downed tree. So if you have a silent majority and they say nothing, they may as well not exist. It I think that matter. was Greg Gutfeld. Was it Greg? Yeah, it was. five days ago. Yeah. Yes. I shouted out the wrong people. That's all Greg, good. good tweet. <laughs> and I commented to it. You responded. Uh, I just shouted out a bunch, bunch of people, whatever. It was, it, you know, it's, it's like, it's always one of them. They make good points, they right? They do. They do. Yeah. <laughs> so the way I see it is we've, we, you know what I was thinking earlier? I was like, you know what I think? I think we lost a long time ago. I think so. Sun Tzu out of war. No. Nope. You, you win the war. I disagree. Before going to war. Bro, we just, we've, we've been watching across the country. Sure. People being charged, like a cop being, he's facing the death penalty for doing his job. And there's no protest, no riot, no one speaking up. Like I, I, I say no one, I'm, being, I'm exaggerating. Of course, there are some people speaking up. There's no collective organizations. The blue flu in Atlanta was only like 100 and something off. Of, over, it was over 300 people. 300 in, cops. In, are you sure? In uh, Atlanta? I, I just, oh, no, in L.A. No, no, in Atlanta, mm, okay. over Rayshard Brooks, it was like 150. Oh, okay. They got to have more cops than that in Atlanta. I mean, Even the cops don't stand up for each other, which is surprising. In New York, there's been a, you know, a little bit of a blue flu. LA had a blue flu. But these are jurisdictions with tens of thousands of police officers and support staff. They don't stand up. They don't speak up. Nobody cares. The, look, man, how do you have, for I think it was 19 days, these people were dancing on the highway, and the cops didn't arrest any of them. They're allowed to do this. They're allowed to break the COVID rules. They're allowed to break CDC regulations. You're not going to oh. convince me. I mean, I'm not trying I, to convince I, anyone. I'm just I, complaining. Just heard, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> like. I don't like complaining. I, so, I don't, I'm sick of people complaining. Like I, I want to work on the answer. The, the the what we need to do. What do we need to do? I'm. I get it. I get it. They're. they're they're all, that's why I keep saying, like, they're firing on all cinder, cylinders. They're trying their hardest right now because they are losing the power that they've been used to for so long. What they're, power? The power to control the masses. The power to do what they really feel. Like, they, this is them unleashing the beast, the beast, to try to reclaim the control that they are clearly fighting for. What, 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 when did they lose it? They've been controlling cultural institutions forever. They haven't lost it. I'm saying their yeah. grip is loosening. It's they're they're seeing it. That's why they hate Trump so much. But if their grip Trump's, is loosening, Trump's why is it flipping worse? the table on them? Because it's getting worse and worse. Trump's finally canceling China. Basically, it's like yes, he spoke about China for a long time, but all of a sudden it's you but know that doesn't now, change their control of cultural institutions, which dictate our politics three four years later. Okay, if they are getting away with breaking the law, and the states and the police and the DAs are all supporting it. And all the major corporations are supporting their their religion, then 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 what? It doesn't matter if Trump does anything to China. It doesn't even matter if Trump wins because it, in four years you're not reversing two decades of of indoctrination. Well, we're not seeing it because number one, the media isn't going to want anyone to see this. All right, I, I'm hearing stories that sheriff departments are like, we're not wearing masks, we're not enforcing this mask law anymore, and it's it's happening. I'm I'm seeing little inklings of it. 
because it, it, it filters out. People are like, yo, check this out. This is actually happening. And I, I look into it and it's true. So there's places out there that they are standing up. You know, it's, it's the not, cities then. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. the cities. And who controls the cities? The Democrats. Yep. They want this to go on. They're, that's why they're using this guy as an example. They're like, oh, man, we got to give him the one point two million dollar bond that's, that's obscene absolutely gratuitous they they want to they taking it up to 11 and they're they're pushing on everyone trying to convince the the rest of us at, like they're convincing you you just told me i i don't think we're gonna win i i think we we've get oh we've no given I, said, I think we already lost i think we've already lost even worse yeah. even worse yep they got you well they didn't get me I am got me got, got me in, in what regard though they've convinced you that you've lost and what is that what does it accomplish for them you give you're gonna give up you're gonna go live down by the river and I'm gonna take over the show no we're, we're, we're moving to the middle of nowhere to get out of the cities I know I'm just making a <laughs> I'm kind of making a joke river. but I'm also you just basically said that though so it's like we, I'm not gonna be convinced that they're gonna take over our country no I'm not absolutely not I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doing my research Every day I do hours of research. I'm, I'm learning how we got to this point. I'm learning the laws that we have right now. I want to know all the stuff that I can, so that I can talk about it and, and figure it out. Because I just said, I don't like complaining. I don't like complaining. I don't like people that complain. I want to talk about the solutions. I want to I work on how to move forward. What's the solution? What, 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 what? Really? If I had that, you think I, would, I wouldn't have led with that? If I had well, the solution what, already? What, 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 give me an idea of what you think we do now. More people need to do exactly what I'm doing right now. Do their research. Open their eyes. Look what's actually happening. That's what needs to happen. And then what? And then what? What do you mean? Yeah, how do they apply it? Like just in voting? Man, I wish I had all the answers. Yeah, I'm I wish I had all the answers. For the answers too. Well, I am not going to give up. Right. No way. Give up in, in what regard, though? I, what? Roll over and, and let them win? Let them take and destroy our history? Let them tell me that, you know, this country isn't great anymore? Like, that we're not, like, on the forefront of showing the world what it's like to be free? What would inspire the silent majority to all, at the same time, go out in the streets and march in the hundreds of thousands? That's a great question. It's a great question, Tim. I don't think anything. All right. I think there's, there's, okay. a couple, there's a couple big problems. With the hyper-concentration of the progressive left in cities, all they have to do is walk out their front door and they find thousands of people who agree with them. For conservatives and moderates, you live in the suburbs, you live in the rural areas, you're miles away from the next person. You'd all have to fly to one city to be seen. So this is an interesting thing about Donald Trump's inauguration, and they mocked him over it, saying that nobody showed up. Well, Trump's got a huge rural voter base. They're not all going to fly to D.C. They're going to watch online. So based on the online live stream numbers, he had a really large uh, inauguration viewership. If brand marketing, big business, has already been infiltrated by the far left. I, I guess. They, they, just, they just shift their, the, whatever mask they're wearing to keep, keep people buying, spending all their money on it's the stuff they that. don't need. That's pa exactly what it PayPal is. PayPal will, will ban you outright if you have bad opinions. And they, and they control, I think, like 76 or 78% of all financial transactions online. Some ridiculous number. Next up is Stripe. Other than that, there's like basically nothing. And Stripe has the same rules. Same rules. Makes me not want to use do PayPal you, anymore. Do you see what happened? Do you know what happened with, with uh, um, Gab? What about it? I think it was Gab. Google seized their, doma their, their domain name, right? Let me look it was up. Was that Gab? I think, I think so. I think it was Gab. Maybe that was the Daily Stormer. Oh, I think yeah. it might have been, yeah, it might have been the Daily Stormer. 
Gab had, uh, right now, Torba, the guy who founded Gab, okay. has been banned from credit card companies. I th- no, no, I think it's just Visa. Okay. And anybody who, who is like associated with him right his address mm-hmm. can't use Visa anymore. Okay. What happens if Visa and MasterCard ban you? And they have done this already. One guy, uh, his name is, I think, Robert Spencer. Is that the guy? He's oh, the, the, the jihad re- the jihad. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's yeah. a well-known researcher. Who, not Richard Spencer. Who, not Richard. His name is Robert mm-hmm. Spencer. And apparently MasterCard contacted Patreon and said, terminate his income. And wow. Patreon said, you got it. Just did and it. then one day he woke up and all of his income for his business was gone. Okay. Chase Bank banned the uh, uh, Enrique Tario, the guy, the chairman of the of the Proud Boys. They terminated his personal accounts. Okay. Because a journalist called, uh, contacted them, and said that he was, you know, far That's right or whatever. Scary. So these companies, these financial institutions, already have the rules in place, and they will ban you if you get out of line. You will not be able to use a credit card. You will not be able to open a bank account. It's happened. These people are gone, and no one's done anything, and, and that's it. They're just gone. Like, their, their, their businesses were destroyed. They, they, they're no longer in the, in the public realm. And it keeps happening, and it's been getting worse. And now we've graduated to the next level, where these people of this ideology can willfully break the law on federal property, and no one charges them with a crime. So what, so what do we do, Tim? What, what, what is the answer, huh? Are you going to give up? Are you going to stop speaking out? Are you going to go live down by the river? Half. We We're literally what? are going to live down yeah, by the river. True. No, that's, that's, that's funny. <laughs> it's funny band. to laugh at, but I'm actually, I'm serious. Like, what do you, what, what that's, is. I'm not, I'm not kidding when I say halfway there, getting away from the cities, getting out of New Jersey. I, dude, I tell you, I know a lot of people who have fled the cities. In New York, 500,000 middle class and wealthy people have fled the cities already. Yeah, I don't blame them. So maybe that will strip their power away. Maybe yeah. that's. That could work a big move that will take the power away from these these institutions. There's also the argument that a major flood of progressive leftists into rural areas will overwhelm the rural areas, and then it will fracture the Electoral College and then give the intersectional left the the, the, the win from this point on. Hmm. I mean, people have already said there will never be another Republican president after Donald Trump. Yeah, I think that's silly, too. Well, the Republican Party will change. Okay. You know, the, the, that's it, what it has happen. It has been changing. In, in in a good way, though, you know, we, we have to have the ability to change. That's kind of what cancel culture is, is ridiculous because, you know, it's like they don't allow people to, number one, admit that they were wrong. doesn't right. matter if you were wrong. You're canceled. You're done forever. You can't uh, change, you know, like Don Lemon changed in, a, in the worst way, you know, yeah. but like he he said some really solid stuff that like makes sense to me anyway. And, you know, now he's this drone you know, because he conformed. Well, not everybody's... Now people are, are seeing it and they're like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. This is a drone. What's, what's the worst case scenario if we all just said, okay, to the left? <laughs> I don't, I don't want to think about that. That's, I'm not, I'm not going to cater to that. No. Because there is I a, would never do that. So, no. Many, many, I'm not even going to talk about it. Many of the, these people who have bent the knee to them will keep their mouth shut and keep feeding their families and say, you know, I don't care about anybody else but myself. And if I just stay quiet, keep my head down, I'll get by. I'll just tell them to look at what the mayor was doing in Seattle. Yeah, oh, it worked real yeah, well for her. Go, go do, do it. Summer of love. <laughs> Three days later, they show up at her house. She's the mayor. So you and? Th- th- think about it this way. Okay. If there's a thousand potential targets and you stick your head up and say, hey, enough, it's you. If you keep your head down, it's one in a thousand. You might get, you might, you might get by. 
I, I, I'd be willing to bet this is the problem we have with the silent majority. Most of, most of the people are saying, why should I guarantee the risk to myself when I can cross my fingers and hope I don't win the lottery? I don't know. Ask Terry Crews. He's, he's, he's on a stage. He's using his voice. That's yep. what I'm, I'm on a stage right now. I'm using my voice. I hope, I hope a lot of people are listening to what I'm saying and, and doing their own research. In fact, they're hitting me up saying, thank you. We, we are, I'm doing research. I'm seeing what it is. I used to be a Democrat. I'm no longer a Democrat because I see what's going on in the world. So I'm, using, I'm doing what I can right now. Yeah. This is what I can do. I want to see these people were on an interstate highway, right? Yeah. Is that, so so where, where's Bill Barr? Come on. Lock him up. Good question. Lock him up. Good question. They, Two people they were, died. Why, why, was, uh, why was Seattle having anything to do with it? If it was an interstate, that's federal. When I was in, uh, during the Ferguson protests, the, they organized an interstate protest, and they were specifically warned by the organizers that it was, interstate is federal jurisdiction, which means if you get arrested, you are not going to a local county station. You're going to be taken by the feds, and the yeah. feds never lose. That's right. So they were like, keep that in mind if you choose to do this. Why, why is, you know, you know maybe, maybe the idea among, maybe, maybe there's two scenarios. Trump is disorganized and not paying attention. He's got other things to worry about. And so no one's going after these protesters who keep doing this. I think the president's paying attention. Then maybe they're ignoring it on purpose because it makes people like me angry, really angry. Yeah, and it, then, makes, it makes people like me really angry too. And, it, and then I he, guess I'm just going about it a little differently than you are. I, I want to know, when it comes to November, if I have a choice between Biden, which is obviously a no, and Trump, but Trump has the ability to start arresting these people on federal highways, why he didn't do it, why, why he deserves my vote. I like the Garden of Heroes. That's a good rebuttal. I like that, he, that he's actually sent out DHS and FPS to go start arresting some of these people who are destroying things on federal property. <laughs> I mean, that, that's like being mad at him for, for killing 100,000 people because of COVID. It's like, you, you think that the president of the United States can can handle being the president doing i don't know i i've never been the president i don't know what what kind of what entails that job the amount of stuff that they have to do knowing exactly what's going goes on a with lot. every single country you know all around it the, the pressure's probably immense no wonder he goes golfing it's like i like golfing i've been golfing so i you, get it you think he could lean over to someone and say i want you to go talk to you know bar or someone at the doj and i want these people prosecuted you, you can't do that there's there's I, I know when when to when I know something and I know when I don't know something. It's like I have never been in that position. I could never understand the pressure that he is in. I won't pretend to, to know. So I want tangibles. OK, I will not simply be like, well, I guess I'll vote for Trump if he's not doing anything for me. Well, we're not. We, don't, we have no idea what his platform is yet. Like they he's waiting for the DNC to to tell everyone that Hillary is running instead of uh, Biden. Is that yeah? Hillary's gonna run <laughs> yeah. and take over for Biden. She said it today that she would probably beat Trump. Well, it was, it was or, an, inter oh, it was an interview Friday, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. right and Friday. she said that she would beat him in November, and that's maybe what they're waiting for. They're waiting yeah. for something to happen because Biden's gonna drop out. Uh, but here's what I here's, here's what I can say: People are like, admit it, you're gonna vote for Trump or whatever. And I said, leaning towards probably if it was today, we'll see what happens. Okay. And that's because for one, Garden of Heroes, awesome. I love it. I literally love it. It's I fantastic. do too. It's, it's incredible. Beautiful. Everyone agrees. Yep. Um, they don't, which is stupid because they I should. should they agree. definitely should. I don't get it. Department of Homeland Security protecting statues. I like it. Fantastic. Me too. Excellent uh, job. Yep. And I want to see when they have the power to actually 
arrest these people. Leaving, I do leaving the WHO? Great, great idea. That I don't know about. I think so. I think there's a lot of problems, and I think Trump might be pulling a big ask. I think China like, and, and the WHO are working hand in hand. And then China dumped in $2 billion when Trump said we wouldn't fund you. And China was like, don't worry about it. Here's $2 billion. Yeah. Because... Yeah, we've been... Mm-hmm. Again, so, it's, it's another mask that is it, China's is, wearing. Is, I think from, from at, at this point, you have to have faith that there... You, know, you have to have hope that a, a Republican sweep of the House and the Senate plus a Trump victory will reverse course and save this ship. And it doesn't matter if you think it can't either. Even if you think, like I was saying, maybe we already lost. That's not, I'm not saying we don't go vote. We don't keep trying. It means like maybe we need to start making plans for what that, that entails. So tell me, what, what would that entail? What does that mean? If they want the moving left out of cities. wins. That's it? Just moving out of cities? Yeah. That's, that's. And then we, we, we take it one step at a time. Okay. So you have people who have been indoctrinated their entire lives and are a part of a new religion that cannot be broken from their minds. And we have four years of Trump, hopefully, if he wins, to, to or I, I shouldn't even say Trump, it's not even about Trump, it's about the Republicans doing 230 reform. Section 230 reform would be like a silver bullet that will, you know, reverse course so fast. For the online community? For the, this country. Like on, yeah. Forcing these tech companies to uphold legal speech will flip this boat around in two seconds. The yeah. DOJ has already proposed it. It's a good idea. It's a good but point. They can't get it through the House. And so it's not going to happen unless the Republicans win both the House and the Senate. That is our best hope. Well, they don't want that because that, that is like their last vestige of control. You know, the, the, the fact that they can ban anyone that disagrees with them, that they're canceling people left and right that are further on the right than what they want. You know, I'm I'm probably I'm probably on their radar right now. They they you know, oh sure, yeah, dude. I'm sure I'm on on their list. You got mini canceled. Yeah. Kind of. Your video where you're explaining voting for Trump, they yep. nuked that several times. Yep. I am pretty sure Facebook shadow bans my my post now cuz Yeah, dude. Of you're how, a threat. I I've been very vocal on Facebook but, lately, so when when people, Tim, people know that I'm I'm not happy with it. When Tim Pool does a video where he's like cancel culture is bad, but you know, Trump, Trump is still kind of bad too. They say, that's fine. Ignore him. Yeah. But then you jump on the show and you're like, no, I'm going, I'm going all in for Trump. Yep. Then they're like, that's a problem. Yep. They tolerate me. Mm-hmm. They, they, they want me to be as far right as people are willing to go. Then you step on board and you're like, no, I'm going all in. And they're like, ban his video. Unapologetically, man. I, yeah. I regret nothing. I, I will never, <laughs> I, I won't change. I won't change my, my vision, my, my opinions because they want me to no way. I'll stand against that wall, man. I'll, as Terry said, <laughs> That's what I, I, said I will die, I'll die on that. I'll die on yeah. that hill. Yeah. Yep. Gladly, I'll stand with Terry Crews, man. So, what do you do if the blue wave hits? They sweep the House and the Senate. Biden wins, and it's just blue all across the board, baby. Now, Mike Cernovich said, in this scenario, it would result in a very far right government in four years, because Joe Biden is weak. And the blue wave would result in a loss of law and order. People in cities and rural areas would would not tolerate the lawlessness. And it would cause a major backlash among the silent majority who rushes out and then votes in all hard right across the board. Based on the trajectory of British politics, there's good reason to believe that regardless of the polls, we are going to see the biggest Republican victory in 100 years. Hmm. In in uh, but that makes sense. But it's, it's not based off of a hard data point. It's anecdotal. 
Yeah, but the you, the, the, the hard the hard data points that they're shoving down everyone's throats. We've already known that they're they're not the, not the truth. They've they've been broken for since 2015. Probably those before polls, that. Probably be probably beforehand, yeah. but it didn't matter because they had their mascot as president. When o- when Obama was in the presidency mm-hmm. for eight years, polls were relatively, you know, pointless. Right. So the polls could have been broken for two decades now. Good point. And we might not even know. You're absolutely right. They can't track it properly. I wasn't political back then. I, I had no idea. But the important, the important thing is that the national polls in 2016 weren't actually wrong. They, they got the, the, the popular vote mostly correct. There was a margin of error, so they actually got it right. Okay. The, well, the problem was that the probability of Trump winning was, was considered to be nil. However, what's that, what's that poll called? Nor, Norpoth or whatever? Oh, that was a professor who was a professor. talking about. Yeah. He's saying 91% chance that Trump wins Yeah, off of uh, primary votes. You want something crazy? What? New Jersey won't release the uh, primary no, vote tally for Trump. No way. Yeah. Really? So the official <laughs> reporting is that the numbers will not be tallied oh, because the race is uncontested. Funny. Uh-huh. So maybe that's the hope. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're desperately trying to sweep this under the rug. Dude, they're trying to convince the public that there's no hope anymore. I see it when I look at you talking to me for the past 25 minutes. I'm not saying don't vote and don't fight. I know that. that I know that that's not what you're saying. But you are awfully defeated about this. And that's what that's I'm, I'm not necessarily you might not be convinced, but that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to convince people that it's pointless. You lost. Don't even you can't speak up. Or because we're going to cancel you. you we're going to call your job. I'm saying to speak up. The, I am too. The point I'm making. I'm speaking up. The point I'm making about recognizing we may have already lost is that even with four years of Trump and the Republicans, mm-hmm. the culture of the far left will not change. And these people are indoctrinated. They will not be changed. See, I don't, I don't know if I agree with that because of what we were talking about last night about how, you know, how, how fast we've gone in six months. Right. How, how fast have we gotten here? How long has it changed? And, and then you made a good point of, you know, we really haven't looked at the nuances of how long it's really been going on, which is more like since 2010, 2012. Probably you know, Occupy. Yeah. Since the abundance of everybody being on Facebook and becoming like a you know, younger and younger children, you know, kids have gotten onto Facebook at an earlier earlier age. What you know, what is the, the number one thing Chinese kids want to do when they grow up? Do you know what the answer is? An astronaut. Astronaut. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's correct. And American kids. You know what it is? YouTuber. Influencer. They want to be influencers. Have I I told you how this started? No, what? So uh, I'll give you you the the academic breakdown. I had a conversation with Peter Bogosian about this. We did a podcast. And James Lindsay and Helen Pluckrose. And his view as a, you know, he's in academia. He's an associate. I believe he's an associate professor of philosophy. Was that it started, this mentality, this ideology of intersectionalism started in the late 70s, 80s. And they started teaching people this stuff. Eventually, the professors had this ideology and started teaching their students, and it's spread since then. Okay. And now we have a generation that were raised on this ideology. They've entered the real world. Okay, so well, I don't want to lose the reason I was bringing this up. So, so we got here, and we're here now, right? Everyone's seeing it. Everyone's, because of, even because of the pandemic, it's even more crazy. Everyone's actually seeing it, talking about it, saying, wow, this is really crazy, this kind of mentality that people are gaining because of the Internet. We're, we're calling out teachers. We're seeing what they're actually teaching our children. People are starting to homeschool. So, so it took us to here. And I think it's going to be even faster when we we suddenly just go. We've had enough. I, I, I've 230 su- reform. 
we need it. I absolutely agree with you. 230 reform mm -hmm. would be Donald Trump pulling out, uh, uh, what, what, what was that gun we were watching earlier? The 500 Magnum? The 500 Magnum? Yeah. The 500 oh. Magnum. The barrel was super long. Yeah. Putting a silver bullet and boom. President, <laughs> President Trump, if you are Figured listening it. to me Figured right now or, or our show, I, number one, I'd be honored. Um, and number two, Listen to what he just said. He would be pulling out, like, you ever see the Joker when the Joker pulls out that really long revolver? Oh, yeah. Love that scene. Putting a silver bullet in it, then uh -huh. boom. Two, oh, yeah, man. two things 230 reform and uh, ending the war on drugs. Oh, definitely. If Trump, well, that would nail it. I mean, if Trump came out and said, like, the week before, the first thing I'll do is an executive order releasing yeah. nonviolent offenders. Amazing. For, yeah. <laughs> I, I, think it's in his, I think it's sitting in his pocket. I think, I think he's sitting on it. Maybe. I hope so. I, I don't know why he wouldn't do it. It's so weird to me. It's like, I mean, maybe there's something we don't know about what's going on in the inner workings of government, but here's so let me, let me tell you why 230 reform is so important. Hmm. So go back to that point about how we got here. When I was bringing up Peter Bogosian, that was his view, and I disagreed. Many different ideologies exist. Okay. Many different non-theistic religions exist, and they're not prominent. Intersectionalism became prominent because of Facebook algorithms. When Facebook launched... Yep. And publishers realized they could make money by getting shares on their articles. They started creating clickbait. clickbait. I think I think clickbait was invented by Upworthy. The uh, so the specific clickbait people don't understand this. Clickbait is when you omit information from a title so that people feel pain, emotions. It, no, you feel a pain. That's so, an emotion. I, I guess it's actually <laughs> a, a negative. It's a, it's a phys physical, painful response. Emotion. So when you see a headline <laughs> that says. I can't believe this man actually did this to the dog. How gross. Share. Well, no. What happens is you, there's actually a, a negative physiological response people have when they don't experience the complete process that makes them want to, like, I have to know. I have to have the complete pull through. Right. You have to tell me what it is. Mm -hmm. And so they realized this and started repackaging content, videos, YouTube videos, but clickbait titles, yep. which generated a ton of revenue. So here's the basic process. A publisher emerges and goes on Facebook, and they write a news story. They say, Adam Krigler lands perfect backflip. People see the headline, and they're like... Oh, you oh. could have said hard flip. Perfect hard flip. Because <laughs> I actually did, did today. It was fantastic. Yeah. Adam Krigler nails hard flip in, in, in the backyard. God, you could say that a million times. I'll just I now, love it. never get old. Now, what if it. they did a clickbait headline? I can't believe Adam Krigler pulled this off. Which one gets more traffic? The second. The clickbait, obviously. Yeah. They started to realize that anger actually got more shares than clickbait. That's true. It's and proven. The, and, yep. and so the evolution changed and, and that women share more than men. Mm -hmm. So they realized that when they would do a video or uh, an article about police brutality, they would get 10 times the shares of an average article. And so immediately the boss of this company said, do more of this. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, you were met with, with this, this conundrum where a legitimate news organization would get 1,000 views, and your clickbait rage, the police are bad, would get 10,000. 500,000, yeah. Yeah, 500,000. amount, yeah. Then the venture capital came in, and they said, who do we fund? Well, clearly, they get way more views. Fund them. Yeah. Something magical happened. The people realized that if they wrote about racist police, they would get X views. They also realized that when they wrote about sexist police, they would get Y views. <gasps> Ding! Light bulb. Gosh. Racist, sexist police X is XY views. Ooh. X yep. plus Y views. Or arguably X times Y. And that's where intersectionalism became extremely prominent. You ended up with articles that would say something like, 
there's there's one article from Vice that was like black trans women fighting police brutality are the are, are you know are the feminist heroes we need for Black Lives Matter. It's like they just took literally every word possible and jammed it oh, into it's a like headline. Oh, that article we read about uh, Ivanka Trump. Exactly. Yes. That put all of the keywords. Oh yeah, just I remember jammed that. it all in. Yeah, that was or, amazing. Or like that uh, that that little video that's how Vice makes their yeah, yep, they, they close their eyes and just the, throw throw a dildo some, the yes <laughs> at the wall <laughs> Venezuela the transgender ketamine dealers, ketamine yes. dealers. Yep. and then that's an actual article that they well did. so but that's that, <laughs> that's how it works that's true yeah. Yeah. and so you were getting these different keywords that mm-hmm. would attract people but then right. Vice also learned the lesson yeah just put racist sexist anti-gay Donald yeah. Trump and oh. now but now we're at a phase where all those a, gen- a certain generation of people, you know, including myself, like there's a certain age group that that kind of fell into that, right? And they were they were a part of that, and now we're kind of coming out of it. And a lot of those people have kids. A lot of my friends have kids. They're teaching their kids that this is craziness. You know, they they aren't letting them have iPads anymore. Yeah. it's, it's kind of like I feel like it's coming around. You know, I I'm I can only really speak for myself ever. So it, in my own personal experience. I'm seeing what they're doing. I'm I I know what a clickbait is. The word the term clickbait is in everybody's vocabulary. We all know what clickbait is. We don't. Really. The definition of clickbait is has changed. Okay. Well, again, my own personal experience and the people that I know, every almost every person I know, you know what clickbait is? Yeah. I I'm pretty sure, you know, I'll do a, I'll do a uh, a poll. You know what clickbait is? 99% of people right now say yeah. clickbait is like uh, a, a sensational title. That's not clickbait. Okay. That's either like you could argue it's rage bait. Rage bait is something different. Oh. Clickbait literally is. Uh, so there's a, there's a forum on Reddit called Saved You a Click that specifically targets clickbait. Yeah. People now refer to rage bait as clickbait. Okay. Rage bait would be like, you know, racist, sexist, anti-gay Donald Trump does a backflip. Okay. We want people to get angry, so they click on it. Yeah, I would argue that's the same. Click clickbait is a, is a literal definition. Well, we can we can we can people. talk semantics, but I, I I don't want to. You can argue that rage bait is a form of clickbait from a parent tree kind of perspective. Sure, but the origins just go with that. The origins was literally omitting information to trick someone into like to force them to click. Yeah, but I think one thing that happened with that too is that people got tired of it. I just started scrolling past it. I'm like, if you don't tell me, I don't want it. I don't want it. Absolutely. Yeah, You're absolutely right. Yeah. And I, I think that's widespread. Section 230 reform. I, I love that. That's I, the magic I, I think it's a good, a good idea. We need, we need that. The DOJ proposed it. They're, I don't think they go hard enough. The general idea is that if the speech is legal, it can't be removed. Otherwise, you lose your liability protection. But they're making speech illegal anyway. It's like they're, they're choosing what's legal. So, like, wh- where's the line? They're clearly not caring anymore they're like whatever we're just gonna ban whatever we don't like so So you're saying we lost it's hopeless no absolutely not we have to stand up more than ever yeah so we have to speak up that's exactly what i'm saying there is a challenge in like what constitutes harassment because there are harassment laws okay and someone could argue like he tweeted at me three times and i told him to stop and he kept doing it and maybe you'll see more of that okay good i don't care don't harass people even if even if it is minor then we'll have to figure out where that line is well, I but mean, it, I mean, sending someone death threats is is pretty significant. But that's versus a, that's, that's versus a, going on every single re- being a reply guy and just like saying mean things all the time. It's just like okay, you can just block them. You can just right. ban, ban, you know exactly. ban them from your page. So there was a, a big there, there was a guy in Canada who who after he got blocked kept tweeting at him because mm-hmm. you can. And then he got I think he won, but he got arrested for harassment because of this. Okay. 
Either way, look, man, if if we say that legal speech is protected, then the past 10 years will be erased. All of a sudden, you'll see every conservative start saying exactly what they think, what they want. You'll, you'll all you'll, you'll have people who have been banned coming back. Yep. maybe not necessarily coming back because they might say, oh, our bans are, you know, in effect or whatever. But this would be massive. There's another there's another potential uh, for victory, and that's decentralization, which we're seeing now with uh, the win network. Okay. The Donald dot win. Like this is really this is really hilarious, right? You start with with Reddit. Okay. Reddit was basically a a parent forum with a bunch of smaller forums, and then because Reddit has become totalitarian, like the the Justice Served subreddit okay. announced you can no longer post videos of people of color who are committing crimes yeah i saw that like, what like what right so, they're choosing they're they're pushing the specific narrative that fits their cause only and that's it and that's that is not free speech well they don't they don't believe in free speech i know they don't they, like, exactly. you, you can make white people look bad well so here's what happened the donald dot win declared independence you know <laughs> good for them uh and they created their own website mm-hmm. that's a, 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 a clone of reddit and it's actually growing in rankings. And now something not ha- surprising. something something magical happened. What? Several other subreddits declared independence huh. and nice. are, are now part of yes. an independent decentralized dot win <laughs> network. Oh, you can do that. So people are actually becoming aware of this clickbait these, cultures, no, cancel these, culture. Like, these forums hmm. are the anti-SAW forums. It's not a new discovery for these people. These are the, f- the forebears of the fight. Right, but they're, they're separating themselves because they're realizing that this, they're, they're, it's cancerous. They're cutting the cancer out, off of their, their body, basically. But they're claiming independence. Sure. And so this might restore some of the balance outside of 230 reform if these communities that are anti-SJW, that are conservative, moderate, intellectual dark web, Say we are going to have our subreddit be a a functioning independent website. No one can change the moderators, and if people don't like it, they can just leave. No one will have the power to ban them or control their speech. I love that. So sounds great. Uh, Dave Rubin has been working on locals.com, which we've talked about a little bit privately. For those that aren't familiar, the general idea is it's your own website. It's a functioning social media network with an independently connected network between other channels. But it's your website on your server. No one can touch it. It's pretty cool. No one's going to ban you. No one can ban you. It's your your website. Someone could go to Dave and be like, Dave, you know, this this person on Locals said a naughty word. And he'll be like, I mean, that's their server. What are we going to do about it? Yeah. And so that decentral- decentralization is a, is a large solution to this. The problem is, like with Parler, Parler came out and immediately the leftist media attacked it as far-right, extremist, Nazi, etc., Yep. See Although it. this time, still they're still doing it. However, because of high-profile conservatives, it didn't stick. It didn't, it, it, it didn't work all that much. That's true. When when Parler first came out, I th- I'm not entirely sure what happened because it was a while ago. But I think Apple tried banning it from the App Store. Oh wow! And then I think it was Trump Jr. Somebody intervened and was like, "Why?" And then it like got reinstated or whatever. Mm-hmm. So now they're trying to run a smear campaign, saying all the worst possible things about it. And it's because the left controls all the cultural institutions. Yep. So one of the biggest problems the right has is they're not cool. Okay. Actually, I actually talked to uh, this musician about this, and he was pointing out that one of the things that works really well for what we're doing on this show is that we're like stereotypically cool guys. 
skateboarding, you know, music playing. You know what's really hipster cool? types. You know what's really cool? Standing for up for what you believe. That's right. Saluting the American that, flag that, and following all the rules. That's that's cool. <laughs> and you know what? It's it's crazy because there's a lot of people on the left that that do exactly that, and that's why they're they're so powerful right now. We need more people standing up for for what's right. Because they, 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 they think they're right over there. And they stand up for themselves. And they stand they up. Do. And they, they proudly Dude, you scream hear something, into the air what they believe. You want to hear something really funny? Of course. There is a punk rock song from a band called Propagandi. Okay. And it's called Stick the Effing Flag Up Your G-D-A-U. <laughs> Son of a B. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and the song, they're Canadian, I guess. So, But I, yeah. I, I remember listening to that song when I was a kid because my, my uh, older brother showed it to me. And the song is basically like this dude is being told to salute the flag, conform, and don't you dare speak out against it. Otherwise, you'll be destroyed. Yeah. And so then he says, well, if this country is so GD free, then I can burn your effing flag, you know, whenever I, whenever I damn well please. Yeah. The interesting thing about it we all get is warm. that there's today, I was, I'm, I was listening to the song earlier, you know, I used to listen to a ton of punk rock, and I'm like, this makes no sense. There, that right now, there is no, you, you, you can burn the flag and, and that's it. And, and nobody, nobody you, you don't get canceled for it. I, the, I don't know. I, I don't like that at all. Because if you burn specific flags and that's hate speech, but you burn the American flag. That's, that's not hate. I, that's, interesting. That's you saying that it's you know what I'm gonna hate do? speech. I am going to rewrite the lyrics to that song. Oh, yeah? Yep. Cool. And I'm going to say the same thing. If this country is so free, I can burn your flag, whichever one. Yeah. But, but anyway, I was listening to the song, and he basically talks about one of the lines is uh, romanticized murder for morale. Okay. Talking about the war. Tie a yellow ribbon around the oak tree, my, uh, my friend. And gee, Wally, that's swell. Wow. Like the idea is like back then when they wrote this song, it was you supported your country. They would go to war. You do as you're told. And if you spoke up against it, it was like, oh, you gad. Like, like <laughs> uh, they, someone, someone brought this up that if in, in, the, in the early 2000s you mm-hmm. mentioned – that the reason we were under attack by terrorists was because of it was retaliation for our our actions in the middle east okay you would be banned canceled kicked off shows bill maher had his show politically incorrect right uh, canceled for you know and so so, yeah so the political correctness existed the funny thing now is it's on the left it's all leftist cultural you know censorship yeah like it, it always exists in some form yeah the funny thing is that listen listen to this song i'm like it like thematically fits more with our fight against the left than it does anything to do with challenging war. Interesting. But for one big reason, Donald yeah. Trump is trying to pull our troops out of Afghanistan and they are stopping him. <laughs> I don't get that. They're smearing him. They're attacking him. They're saying, no, we must investigate this Russia collusion stuff. And I'm like, if I was going to write an anti-war song right now, it would be like, yay, Donald Trump, not F Donald Trump. Right. Yeah. It would be like, bring our troops home. Donald Trump is the only one doing it. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I mean, there's Rand Paul. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Thomas Massey. Right. Yeah, yeah. Thomas Massey. Yeah. There's yeah. very Rand few Paul. people that are they're actually like anti-war. And this is the craziest thing to see Republicans cheering right now, being like, yay, we're ending the wars. I'm like, wow. Weird. Yeah. Wow. But but but, you That's know, you, you listen to. Uh, you know, what's really weird about it. Tell me, Tim. The uh, bad, bad Religion wrote a pro alt-right song. Really? Kind of weird. Really, weird. I never really listened to Bad Religion, so I don't really know that music. I used to well. listen to Bad Religion all the time. Left wing. They claimed that this song was against the alt right, but if you listen to it, you're like, sounds uh, kind of good. This this is not against the alt right. It's, it's it's telling people to like, it's 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 promoting them. 
There's like some lines in the song. Now, that, when you say all right, like what are you talking? White about? nationalism. Okay. Like people who believe there should be a country just for you know the, kids the, white, the white race or whatever. Aren't alt right. The kids are alt right. They are okay. That's the name of the song. Lyrics. And like the the chorus is everybody needs somebody join the party, and become alt right today. Oh my god. It's like that's that's fairly pro. Maybe maybe their goal was to be like ironic. Okay. But right now. You know, the, 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 the argument from the left is that ironic humor is the same as. Yeah. So they basically made an ironic Nazi song where they're pro-Nazi. And here's what I think. Nah, if some people swing for the fences and not everyone gets a home run. <laughs> That's a good point. I think the issue, that, uh, the issue, though, is as much as the left... Look, man, punk rock is not left-wing anymore. If you wrote a song where you were like, F the war, F, you know, bring the troops back... Afro-American imperialism. You're not talking about the left. They, they're, they're pro-war. Not all of them. You have the progressive anti-war people. They tend to agree with us on our positions about free speech. Yeah. People like Glenn Greenwald, for instance. They get, their free speech battle is the issue of Israel and Palestine. Okay. But they absolutely, like it's funny seeing Glenn Greenwald constantly defend Donald Trump because of the Russiagate lies and the media lies and the pro-war stuff. I know, it's funny. So if I was going to write a song today and it was punk rock and really crazy. I could write this whole anti-war song condemning the politicians and saying, you know, F your cause, F your demands, F your votes, end the, end the war, bring the troops back. And it would end with like, and that's why Donald Trump needs to win. <laughs> and it's like the, voting for the Republican suit wearing pro-America flag waving guy is now the anti-war move. That's true. He's the only one. Are there Democrats? And, and maybe, maybe I just need to, to, to research each individual Democrat. But it was a bipartisan effort, for the most part, to stop Trump from pulling our troops out. And, and, and of Syria, too. They attack him for it. They want the war machine. All the people that have been in charge in, in government for a long time don't want things to change. He's the anti-establishment president. He wasn't supposed to win, man. I know. That's why they don't like him. That's why I think they're going to cheat. That's why I like him. <laughs> yeah, right? Dude, the more I look into it, I, 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 I don't care. I, I'm saying it. Like, whatever. Cool. If, if you got your news from only the New York Times, you would your your image of Donald Trump would be like a winged demon snarling <laughs> with like fangs. Like, <laughs> yeah. And but, if you actually watch Trump, it's actually more just like a seventy-something-year-old lewd yeah. mean guy. I mean, I actually watch <laughs> all of his speeches. You know, it's not that hard. Yeah. I, pay attention. I really think I think that Donald Trump's speeches are like the ultimate way to get a feel for what the media is actually thinking. And that's you, what people are all doing. All you got to do is watch his speech. Yep. And then you can listen to what the media says about it. And, and how you're like, they oh, change he it. said this. And then they were like, oh, no, he actually said this. And you're like, no, no, I know that's not true. Yeah. But now I know. It's right? crazy. Yeah. I mean, I and I tell people like it, it, people love to bash him like this whole Facebook thing. Like I, I'm keep talking about it but you know i'm on facebook i'm openly saying these this same stuff i'm not changing at all and people are coming at me like oh blah 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 and i just ask each and every single one of them have you ever listened to any of his speeches the no. answer is always not. no what the heck and i just say go go listen to his speeches before you even talk to me about him i don't need to listen to a racist yeah. i know what he said yep i know i love the the do you see this the video of the reporter ask woman 
you know, oh, I, you know, who are you voting for? And she's like, well, I, I don't, I don't have to tell you. Well, who are you voting for? And she, are you voting for Trump? And she's, and the reporter's like, yep. And she's like, <laughs> well, you're a white supremacist then. Oh, that's Caitlin Bennett. Oh yeah, it was yeah. Gr- great video. And, and she goes, all right, well, so are you voting for Biden? Yeah. Oh well, then you're you're a pedophile. Well, well, so it's actually better. It was, it was a good logical <laughs> twist. Oh, yeah. So she's like, you're voting for Trump, and ben, and Caitlin's like, yes. And she goes, well, then you're a white supremacist. And she goes, how can you say that? What proof do you have? Yeah, she goes, because it. you support Trump. And then she goes. So you have no evidence. It's like, I, it's not my job to, to, to do that for you. Yeah, and she goes, okay, are you voting for Biden? Yes. She goes, okay, then you're a pedophile. And she goes, what? That's not true. And he's like, you like touching little girls. Yeah. <laughs> that's, it, and that's, it, and that's, oh, man, that, that cracked me up, man, when but I saw that. Listen, so listen, good. listen, man. The <laughs> that's their is, logic. That is the logic of the left. There's no logic of the left. That, that's my point. Right. Yes, exactly. So Thank here, you. Here's, here's what many – here's what moderates – and and traditional liberal people like you know like like me or whatever whatever you want to call it, the average person who opposes this mentality, this ideology, doesn't understand they have no logical pathways. Yep, it's literally just like a, a like mashed potatoes in their in their head. Yeah, they they have duct taped together somehow a system that can pull an electrical current, but you can't map it. Yep. you try to use Socratic method. You try to make these points, they don't get it. Well, when you think about it, the, the human brain doesn't fully, uh, you know, complete, you know, complete growing until you're 24. You know, you're, you're yeah. st- it's still so. So we have no idea, really, the, the effects of having an iPad in front of you, altering your brain waves from, a, I mean, two, three year olds are, are on iPads. They have a phone their entire life. We know the, the you know, the blue lights keep you awake. Your brain thinks that it's still daytime, so you don't go to sleep the same. It's like, we have no idea. So not only is it mashed potatoes, but <laughs> it's, it's not a brain that we're used to. It's not, we can't, we can't compare ourselves. To, we're, we're like a different breed of humans almost because we're, we're, we're part of computers. They're, they're, we are the new AI. Cyborgs. They are the new AI almost. You know, Cyborgs. But, yeah, they are the Borg. Their brains are developing Yes. With this digital internet technology, they are these. the Borg. Wow, I, that's crazy, dude. Do you know the story? They of the are. Borg? Are they? Are they not? Is that? That's pretty nuts to think about. But you that's what it feels like. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you guys in the chat to correct me, but my general understanding of the Borg in Star Trek was that they were regular a regular civilization like humans that started integrating medical technology that expanded to a point where it synchronized them and then created a hive mind over time. I think so. That I, they used to be regular people. And then over time, the I don't know. If, I don't know if it started with humans because they assimilated all sorts of different races over over time. Not so. humans. Like the Borg was a humanoid like race. Right, right, right. Then became this and then started assimilating all the other you know, races. Yeah, I'm not sure. If you guys know what the Borg is, right? I'm not. Oh, they it's not, know. It's not they're, too esoteric. They're, they're talking about it. Yeah. You will be assimilated. You will be assimilated. <laughs> Resistance is futile. Not if I can help it. Right. Resist. Exactly. Man, I love the Borg episodes. I know. What, like, they're good. Some of the best Picard lines. Yep. Seven, seven of nine. Yeah, well, that's Deep Space Nine. Yeah, no, no, oh, no, Voyager. No, no, no. Voyager, Voyager, yeah, Voyager, Voyager, Voyager. Oh, I messed up. Oh, that's it. You're I'm officially you're out canceled. of the <laughs> I'm officially out. Canceled. <laughs> there's, there's always jokes we made about <laughs> Trekkie fandom and, and who knows more than someone else. Yeah. So I will defer to you. I clearly know more than you. <laughs> you nerd. <laughs> you, can, you can have that trophy. Did you hear that, everybody? He admitted it. Uh, I'm gonna all take right, this. Right. I'm gonna take this Stay W right. and run. That's right. Go. go all right. Go. Hold on. Hold on. I, we we got to jump to this next bit. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's what are we talking uh, about now? So this is the the Harper's letter oh, that was yeah. written, and I want to give a sh- shout out to Bridget Fetisi, who tweeted to everyone who signed this letter, "Welcome to the alt right." And I laughed very much when I saw that excellent tweet, Bridget, because this is a letter on justice and open debate, which basically says cancel culture bad. 
free speech good. And it was signed by 150 or so people. Wow. And it includes a lot of people who are like lefties who have actually tried engaging in cancel culture. <laughs> it's fun, kind of funny. Well, they're maybe they're realizing just how bad things are. But special shout out to people like Nick Christakis, Noam yeah. Chomsky. Didn't Elon Musk say like F Chomsky or something? He sure did. He does not like Chomsky. I mean, well, I'll tell you, I've, I've, heard some of, I've heard some of Chomsky's uh, speeches over the past couple days. I like Chomsky. I've been looking into it. And he, he defends free speech har- heartily. He has. And he also condemned the violence from Antifa. Oh, okay. I'm a fan. He has some crazy ideas. He certainly does. I don't does. know enough about him, but all I know is that he has a few yeah, crazy same. ideas. Yeah, there, There's I'm a video. Digging. I'm still digging. There's a video I, I posted that. from like the 70s or 80s or something where he said straight up, I will legally defend a person I, that I, I, whose views I abhor yeah. of course. if I'm defending their free speech. That's yep. how it should and be. And people were yelling at him for it. I know. Saying that basically by saying the speech is acceptable, it's a favorable view of their speech. And right. he's like, no. no. Absolutely The right not. to expression must be distinct, distinct from. Yeah. So, so mad props. We also got you know, well, Stephen no, Pinker. And, and he said something that stuck with me. He said, you're on two sides. You either agree with free speech as a whole or you only agree with speech that you right. you agree with. There is like no no difference, or there's nothing else. It's either one or the other. Period. You know, funny. you know, and Chom- it's like man, he's got a good point there. You know, he used to be like the left wing pope. Really, I'm I'm being very figure like exaggerated, hmm. but people on the left held him up as like the dude. They did, yeah. And so when Antifa started doing all this violence, people emailed Chomsky mm-hmm. and they said, "How do you feel about this?" And he said. Something I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and get the quote, but I'll be, I'll be, I'm paraphrasing. When we enter the arena of violence, the most brutal guy wins, and that is not us. And he was right. Yep. Case in point: the video of that proud boy winding up the shot, and then boom, and the guy goes flying. Yeah, I saw that. You are not there. Antifa, but the, the, like the, the the right is restrained and doesn't want to engage in violence. So Antifa is just running amok, and the cops aren't doing anything about it. But so they so he, he's condemned Antifa's violence. He said it's it's not a good idea. He's defended free speech. He's also got a bunch of really you know crazy far lefty ideas. That's fine. Yeah, I haven't heard I don't, that. I don't. Stuff I don't care. Like whatever your 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 views are, however you want to live your life, as long as you're not violating the rights of other people, as long as you're 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 honest and truthful, respectful, nonviolent, then you can be a communist. So as long so long as you like, I will sit down and have an excellent debate with a communist. As long as they don't agree that they can try and swing a punch at me because I don't agree with them. Right. Like Antifa, nah, they're out of the question. But some commie wants to sit down and have a debate. 100%. Let's have a debate. You know what I mean? I disagree. I I disagree. But here's the best part. Let's get to it. Matthew Iglesias. Oh, yes. Matthew Iglesias is a co-founder of Vox.com, a progressive media outlet designed to explain the news, which eventually just devolved into left-wing rage bait. And while I want to say that Matthew is not the worst, he uh, he called Donald Trump a moderate, and Vox is the snooty elitist of the far left, not the extreme reing of the far left. Yeah. I still think they're responsible for a lot of the stuff that's going on. But something kind of, well, ironic, maybe not ironic, but um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Let's just say the easiest way to explain it is you reap what you sow. <laughs> Check this out. No, I mean, kind of. So this is a letter written by some, uh, crit, uh, it's, the, it's the critic at large, I believe, for Vox, Emily Vanderwerf, who, I'll just paraphrase, wrote a letter saying, I sent a version of this to the editors of Vox. I have redacted some bits that are internal to Vox and shouldn't be aired publicly. Basically saying that it is a privileged position for Matthew Iglesias 
to be ma- signing this letter and talking about free speech because he doesn't recognize how, it, how you know, his privilege and it negatively impacts marginalized people. Mm. Notably, that some of the people who have signed this have, have, uh, have, have anti-trans opinions. And by joining in with them, it empowers them and their positions, and that puts them at risk. I see J.K. Rowling's name right there. Oh, definitely. And that's probably one of the people that yeah. she was re- referring to. Mm-hmm. Well, Matthew Iglesias was then, let me, let me jump over here. Here we go. This is from uh, Noam Blum. He says, if you had any doubts that Iglesias was shut down by his bosses. After signing this letter, this is from yesterday, Matthew Iglesias tweeted, I have committed to not doing contentious stuff on Twitter anymore, so I seriously can't comment on this and would appreciate being taken out of the thread. Hmm. He has committed to not doing this. To who and to why? Well, we then have this from Ezra Klein. Ezra said, a lot of debates that sell themselves as being about free speech are actually about power. And there's a lot of power in being able to claim and hold the mantle of free speech defender. Ezra Klein is another co-founder of Vox. Oh, okay. Matthew Iglesias said, should I reply to this with a concrete example or stick to my commitments to you? What have we learned from these tweets? Somebody who works at Vox wrote a letter saying he was putting trans people at risk. That opens the door to discrimination lawsuits by someone who can say, my boss signed a letter with transphobes and, and that proves he has a negative view. And so everything he did against me was based on that discrimination. Mm-hmm. And that's the argument they could try and make. Matthew Iglesias says he made a commitment to Ezra Klein. And what was that commitment? That he will not speak on contentious issues. He's canceled. Yep. That's wow. it. He Goodbye. Himself. He signed a letter to defend, defend cancel culture. Someone at his company sent a letter in that was properly worded and not overly threatening. And now he has had a conversation with Ezra where he cannot comment anymore. And here's the best part. Ezra Klein's comment about debates on free speech is specifically targeting Matthew Iglesias. What have we learned? Matthew, as the co-founder of Vox, you are no longer allowed to address your fellow co-founders and co-workers when they insult, mock, or criticize you. And that's what you, that's, that, that's the world you've built. Yep. So I have to ask. So a lot of times I talk about how the left is really projecting when they say that the right is doing something wrong. I think this is a classic example of them projecting, we're going to cancel you, we're going to talk to your boss. Because this is exactly what has just happened to Matthew. And yep. I think that's what he's afraid of. And I think that's what people like him have tried to do in the past. We're going to get you canceled. You're fired. You can't speak anymore. He has done this? I think that people on the left, not Matthew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not as far as I know. But I think it's just project- projection. Just classic projection. Yep. I don't know. That's what I came up with. That's I, I, I mentioned this the other day. That guy who was saying to me, you're first against the wall. I'm, I'm going to I'm, I'm call your, I'm, I'm going to call those who employ you. Yes. I love it. You should give them your number. <laughs> somebody, somebody tweeted this out. I don't know who it was, but it was a really good point. And they said, we need cancel culture herd immunity, mm-hmm. which means we need more people to be canceled. Yep. There have been people. I could see it, but I mean, I don't know. It's ridiculous. What do you mean? Well, yeah. You know, the argument that if, if everyone gets canceled, no one is. If only, right? 50, if only 50% of people are canceled and cancel culture stops working. Hmm, okay. So that's that's the idea, herd immunity. Yeah. Herd so immunity, right? eventually, <laughs> so, so here's the hope to, to be less pessimistic. As I think the WIN network is very promising. It is a decentralized network of Reddit forums that have no boss. Yep. No one person who can just ban you. That's, that's, that's amazing. Yes, Locals is. is another version of this from Dave Rubin's project. Another, Dave can't ban anybody. Decentralized, yeah. yeah. I was so, going to start streaming games on Twitch. 
but I'm not going anywhere close to t- Twitch. No yeah. way. I'm, no way I'm not touching that. The Fediverse is a really interesting concept that just hasn't gained traction. What's that? It is a protocol kind of like, uh, what's the easiest way to explain it? It would be like if you gave people your Mathenon address and then it's subscribing to your newsletter. Okay. So it's a Twitter that's decentralized and there are different servers. Hmm. So uh, Mastodon was, was I, th- I think, is the biggest, but it's very far left. They ban everything. Okay. They banned Will Wheaton. That was funny. And Will Wheaton was like an SJW. That's how, that's how crazy far left they are. But uh, Gab, for instance, is on the Fediverse, okay. meaning that if I create my own server, TimCast.com, then I would say, follow me. My handle is Tim at TimCast.com. And then you would follow me, and then you would see whatever I post but no one could ban me because you're basically just going to my website. So what, what it basically does is it creates a Twitter feed, but each person's tweet or post comes from their own different, different servers site. that you, that once it pop, once it's, it gets delivered to you. Hmm. So nobody can ban you. If you're on a node like Gab, okay. Gab could say we're banning Mastodon, hmm. but you know, Gab wouldn't do that. However, Mastodon did ban Gab. They're like, if you're on our node, you will not see anyone from Gab. No huh. dice. Yeah, you yeah. can't do it. Hmm. So it's, it's actually also a really, really good idea. Because then instead of me saying, you know, follow me on Twitter, I'd say my, my handle is at TimCast. And then it doesn't matter what you use. You get it. That, I think, is a path forward that will, that will really save us from the, 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 the mind, you know, brainwashing, indoctrination. I love I, it. This, these are the kind of conversations I like having. But, but Answer, Moving uh, forward. But I think, you know why I think 230 reform is the magic bullet? Hmm. If the Republicans sweep, and this is why it is, and I can't believe I would ever say something like this, so important that they do. I am willing to concede at this point with how crazy everything's gotten. This is, this, they, they, these, these, the Democrats have made me desperate, and now maybe I am turning to people I don't quite understand. <laughs> Mm. You know, they I don't see. seem as crazy. So, uh, no, but we talked about this though. The Republican Party ha- hasn't varied very often. Very they actually much. moved a little They've bit to the left. left. Yeah, right. They moved quite far as if far as this, traditional Republicans. If this stops, I'll give you the best example. The Democrats just voted to repeal civil rights law. Yeah, it's crazy. That that is that was like being punched in the in the in the in the, in the gut. That's, by the left. That's like, insane. I can't, I can't believe that. That, that has to stop did. now. Absolutely. And that means if I have to go to the Republican Party, that means I have to do it. Yep. So we'll see how, so we'll see how things play out with Trump. That's a different story. But very likely, I don't, I don't know what, what's going to happen in, with, uh, with um, congressional votes or whatever in, in, in November. So we'll see how that plays out. But if the Republicans win and the first thing they do is just jam Section 230 reform in, you know what's going to happen? Right now there's a big boycott against Facebook. They're trying to get Facebook to bend, bend the knee and yeah. ban more hate speech. And Facebook is slowly giving what they want. But no matter what Facebook does, they say more, more, more. Yep. What would happen if a law was passed? You cannot ban legal speech. Then the, the advertisers would go to Zuckerberg and say, we demand all the far left nonprofits. Every email they could send would fall on deaf ears when, Donald, when, when Mark Zuckerberg would simply reply all that no. would be illegal. Yeah, that'd be easy. And oh. they would say, well, then we don't want to advertise with you. I'm so sorry. It's the law. Yep. If wow. you want your advertise, uh, advertisements on this platform, you recognize that we can't control the speech. 
That's federal law. Boom. It is the easiest out. It will bolster the profits of Google, Facebook, Twitter, and all these companies. It will give them the easiest excuse. We want to help you. We're so angry at Trump. Oh, no. But unfortunately, that's the law. We have to allow these opinions. Yep. And I'm not talking about evil people saying evil things. One of the tricks the far left likes to do is saying, see, they want death threats on their platform. No, that's banned. That's illegal. You post a death threat, they can go delete. That was a crime. Yep. If they have a good faith belief that what you posted was illegal, they can remove it. Mm-hmm. Now, there will be overstep. There will be appeals. Sure. And I think it's, it's Will Chamberlain of Human Events whose, pro- whose proposal is that uh, access to social media should be considered a human right. And that if you get banned, you can immediately go to court and get an injunction filed to restore all of your access. Hmm. If, if this reform happens, then immediately you will see a real conversation. All of the silent majority will not be scared to speak up anymore. Well, not all of them, but a lot of them. You won't get banned. You can say whatever you want. We need that back. We need we, thick skin. We need, we need a, a 230 reform. Yeah, we need to save, I mean, to bring a, even a few step back, like comedy is dying comedy is dying think about carlin was like the last vestige of just saying whatever he wanted think about not care if you were able to go on twitter and make all of the jokes from south park and family guy without getting banned yeah right now you can't 230 reform is maybe not the most important thing i don't know but i think it's extremely important because it would reverse the flow of the cultural stream yeah John Cleese said it says something really interesting about this. I, I don't remember all of it. I, man, there's there's a lot, but it, it started with um, if if people can't control their emotions, they they just they switch it to try to control other people's behavior. And there's a lot more to that, but it's about having thick skin. It's about confronting yourself and and you know you, this will bring it back. I, I agree. Imagine I if, love it. Imagine it, if you go on it's Facebook. It's an amazing idea. And it's nothing but grow a pair, you whiny baby. <laughs> cry, cry, keep crying. And you're like, you cry can't say it. mean things to me. That's illegal. Sorry, it's not. It's legal. Think about all of people. Don't, have to grow listen, listen. Boom. People don't realize. Stop caring what other which. people think. That is number one. Don't care what other people think. Why is that? Why do you care so much? Work on your own life. You'll get banned. If you work on your own life, if you, because I just said that to them right now, I'm going to get banned. If you ignore what other people think, you get banned. Oh, I don't ignore it. I, I, I'm watching. See, see I'm, listen, I'm learning. I'm seeing what it is, but it's not going to change how I feel. You can't say what Don Lemon said in 2013. The degree to which we have already been socially engineered on a mass scale. So how do we talk about it right now? How, how, how do we even uh, bring it up? I don't know. How, how, how can we discuss it right now? Because I think it needs to be said. It was, he was an embarrassment cutting Terry Crews off like he did. When so Terry Crews was essentially saying very much in tune with what he said. Oh, no, 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 no. Terry Crews didn't go that far. No, you're right. He didn't even go Don that Lemon. You're absolutely yeah. right. Rails. He didn't even go yeah. that far. Don Lemon. That's right. Went on what I could only describe as a racist white supremacist tirade by today's standards. Yeah, so I, guess, I guess so. The things he was saying about the black community, if it was uttered today by us, or anybody would be an instant permaban. And yet Thomas Swalwell says very much a lot of the same stuff. Yep. He's talking, he's about, it. talking about it. And he's he's amazing. I, I think he's one of the man the best best Look, geniuses listen, listen. that we have me, in America. Let me, let me right just now. put it this way. What Don Lemon said comes what, what you you listen. I'll do this. Stefan Molyneux was just banned from YouTube and Twitter. Okay. 
and I I would be I'd be willing to make a bet. I, I, to be fair, I haven't I don't watch you know and I'm not super familiar with Stefan Molyneux's content, but I'd be willing to bet the things Stefan Molyneux said probably came from Don Lemon. Yeah, talking about race and and their behaviors and their choices and and what that results in. Simply throwing trash on the ground. I mean, Don. I, when he Don, said that, Don I was like, Lemon wow. Because I things. lived in cities, and that is absolutely true. They don't care. They toss trash right on the ground. Personal response. And no, no, I'm no, not no, talking no, race. No, no. I'm talking that's, everybody in a city. That's why I'm saying Don Lemon went on what I would call a racist tirade. You're absolutely right. I'll give right. you one example. That's true. Because, because he was be targeting careful. them specifically. That's true. Don Lemon accused the black community of specific things that are not unique to the black community Ooh. that exist for all races. That's true. I agree. I if, can vouch. And, if, Living in the city, I've seen it from all races. It's not, it in wasn't 2013. just. In 2013. In 2013, yeah. So I bring this up just to point out the degree to which we have already been socially engineered on a mass scale, mm-hmm. we, we don't even realize it. But you go back to this article from, it's, it's from, I think I have it from CNN, going back to 2013, and the things that Don Lemon was saying about clothing, about fathers. Yeah. It's from Real Clear Politics in 2013. Well, I mean, it was from his show. It's like, from his show where he said Bill O'Reilly doesn't go far enough. And, and yeah, that's it Bill is, O'Reilly. It, well, and you know what? He he does it twice too. Yeah. He he quotes Bill O'Reilly, and then he goes, "You know what? He's right." But you know what? And and he says more. Listen to this. And, and then and then he goes, Bill O'Reilly says some more stuff, digging and, in a little further. And then he goes, "You know what? He's right." But he still didn't go enough. He ooh. still didn't go to say enough that he he should have said. And then he and then he goes. He has a list of five things he says. There's five this, things you need to do. This this uh, uh, Don Lemon video and and with Terry Crews is important for a couple of reasons. It shows the degree to which mainstream society has been radicalized. Yes. And it and it gives you a glimpse of what we can no longer discuss. Correct. If Don Lemon was willing to say that Bill O'Reilly didn't go far enough in 2013, and today he would argue with Terry Crews when Terry Crews just says we're all equal. Right. The, 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 the reality is, people like to say, you know, like, Tim, Tim got red-pilled or whatever. That's not true. Tim Pool is exactly where Tim Pool has been. And That's true. When I worked for right Vice— Right on the fence. We, I, I worked—listen, listen. I worked for Vice. Did you have any idea what Vice was doing, you know, in the early 2010s? Yeah. Like, it was gross. It was— It was, <laughs> it was edgy. edgy. That's edgy right. stuff. That's right when I met you. It was edgy stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. And today, it's all woke feminism. That's true. Mm. So I was talking to some people from Vice, and they said to me, we realized it wasn't, uh, you know, specific people who changed because, like, there's, there's specific people at Vice who are accused of being right wing and far right yeah. years later. And they said, we realized it wasn't them who changed. It was us. We realized that certain things weren't acceptable anymore. And I said, let me stop you right there. I was like, do you realize what you're saying? You're saying that from the perspective of regular people that you were friends with that created this company and worked with you and and helped you grow it and everything, they stayed where they were doing what was completely acceptable. You changed your behaviors. Boom. So when you say they are far right, you realize they're not right. You just kept walking further and further left. That means you are far left. That's correct. If these people weren't far right to begin with, they aren't today. Yep. So when I worked for Fusion... I, I had the same opinions. We we were doing we were doing a, a, a weak version of this show. What is that? I don't know. Street sweeper. We were we were doing like the Weird. first iteration of this podcast, a couple episodes in okay. in 2014. I did a. Oh, vi- that's right. Forgot about we that. We did. Yeah. I did a video about why I thought it was wrong that there was segregated graduation ceremonies being proposed at Harvard. 
Yeah. I did a video about uh, Kesha and the accusations, the false, the, the accusations that were challenged. Yeah, I remember that. My, my stance on false allegations and free speech and all that stuff is exactly where it's always been. Hmm. I've always been a moderate, you know, aside from when I was younger, but I mean, like in my, my more recent career, a moderate left-leaning liberal working for Fusion, working for Vice. They got radicalized as evidenced very easily by Don Lemon saying Bill Riley doesn't go far enough on CNN. Yeah. 2013. So that was from 2013. So I posted something on Twitter that I noticed, and it was not from 2013. It was from 2017. And it was the story of Monroe Bergdorf, who got fired from their job at Revlon for saying some really stridently racist stuff that BLM is saying now because Revlon just hired them back. Because really? it's no longer inappropriate to say those things that BLM is saying. Can you hint uh. at what the conversation was about? I don't, I don't know if you're allowed to say it because yes. it's YouTube. Yeah, so Monroe just got on and was saying stuff like, you know, the white man is holding me down and everything. And everything's, kind of you know, internalized right, right, racism right, right, right. and just, you know, normal stuff now. Look at Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Yep. Was it three years just ago? Just signed a big, huge deal with Disney. Mm-hmm. That has been a dramatic radicalization. Oh, yeah. It's fast. So I'm in the same spot I've always been. I'm chilling, you know, doing my thing. And I think the important factor is what causes someone to be radicalized is their friends being radicalized. So I wondered why it is that there's like one friend of mine I've known for years who has gone surprisingly Marxist, which is weird. Huh. Yeah. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm posting anti-capitalist stuff. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're like a wealthy like actor in, in Hollywood. What are you doing? I forget what, what clothing company. Some some clothing company. Maybe, it, I don't remember what it was, but they... Armani, maybe I don't know. They posted something about, you know, capitalism. Like if if it wasn't for capitalism in World War Two, like, you know, America wouldn't be selling weapons. And I was like, you know, we won the war, right? What? <laughs> you know, because we joined the war, we helped defeat Germany in that war. They would have won. Yeah, it was just like, like the UK you, being. Blitzkrieg. Are you forgetting that part of it? Because capitalism actually won us the war. Basically, if you want to put it world. that way, yeah. we'll we'll put it well, that so, way. Like okay. I started wondering how it is this friend of mine is posting Marxist memes. Okay. Right. And then I started seeing who they were liking and who they were uh, promoting in their posts. And mm -hmm. I was like, interesting. Hmm. Memes. Marxist, far leftist. Marxist memes. And so then I thought about it and I'm like, you know, I don't do anything but work. So I don't, I don't go up to random people. Like I don't, I don't hang out with people and then share ideas like that. Yeah. I've always done my thing reading the news in my isolated, you know, semi-isolated kind of way where I sit down, I read the news for the past decade. So I follow uh, similar people. I've seen them get radicalized. I follow similar news outlets. I've seen them get radicalized. And these people don't realize it because if they, they say that we are the summation of the five people who surround us. Hmm. But if the five people who surround you are slowly being radicalized, and then you slowly start agreeing with them, not realizing you're moving further and further left. Ten years later, you'll look to your right and you'll see me far away and go, wow, Tim became so far right. And it's like, bro, I've been standing in the same spot. I haven't moved. There's grooves. I'm living in this van right by the river <laughs> That's here. Right, yeah. where I've this been. Is, the river hasn't moved either. I am, still there. I, am, I am sitting on a couch <laughs> with butt grooves in it. I've been sitting here. I haven't moved, man. I follow a lot of the exact please, same please people Please don't talk I about did. your butt grooves, man. Come on. I follow a lot of the, the same people I always here. have. And it's funny when I see them post and the hacker community is the, is the best example. In my opinion, these people are the lowest of the low. In the early 2010s, I was hanging out at hackerspaces, friends, a lot of high profile-ish uh, hackers and professors. These people were all about 
fighting authoritarianism, defending the right to free expression and free speech. Now, where are they? Completely in opposition to it. Fully on board with social justice authoritarianism. My favorite is that there was a guy during Occupy Wall Street who approached me and wanted to, you know, he's like, I want you to get involved with all these things we're doing. Yeah. And he worked with a, com- with a, with a nonprofit called Free Press. <laughs> Today, Free <laughs> yeah, Press advocates for censorship. <laughs> They're one of the organizations trying to boycott Facebook and demanding censorship. That's crazy. How, how did we get to a point where you don't realize that if you, you named your organization Free Press and then something happened where today you are pro-censorship and that's one of your core missions, you realize like you've been like zombified <sighs> or, you know, you've been turned. The bad guys got you. Well, Don Lemon is definitely a, a different version of himself yeah. from what I saw. Oh, yeah. If, if he was that t- 2013 Don Lemon, I'd watch you know, him. You know I'd love to see? I'd be like, wow, this guy, he's, he's standing up. He's saying Donald, some bold things. Donald Trump wouldn't even say what he said. No. So Donald Trump would not say what Don Lemon said. Hmm. Don Lemon made a lot of points about the behaviors of young black men and black culture and things that are not unique to black culture. Some of some of them could be argued, maybe, but not, well, no. a, not all of them. Some of them could be argued that what he was addressing affects everybody actually but they could make a change right 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 the 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 race part of it is is what he added to it exactly but it's more of a culture thing i think as if you if you take a step back and look look at it it's not talking just, of, talking about families and kids the way he did yeah was like wow that it's was that was right out of like tell me more your, about your, how terry cruz was wrong don lemon but like mm-hmm. the things he was saying huh? you would get that stuff from alt-right youtube videos it's true and Don Lemon was saying it first. That's absolutely true. So the radicalization is the left. It's not- crazy. If you if you haven't see, seen this video, we can't play it for you. We can't read the words, but it's pretty bold. And it is not the Don Lemon that I, I've been seeing it's not, lately. Yeah. I don't want to pretend like it's the worst thing in the world, like he was spouting out racial slurs. No, 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 it's not. But it's it's Don Lemon going on what I would describe by today's standards as a racist rant. Well, it, and really, we, and really we, what we, it we is, do risk getting a really what it is, is him saying you know, it's not systemic racism. You need to do, yep. you need to step up and, and look at yourself. That's essentially, like, if I could narrow down what he said, that's essentially what he said. One of the things we can highlight is that he, he, he blames the black community for littering, which is absolutely not unique to any race. <laughs> no, and it's, that's, and that's, it's people that's not caring thing. anymore. Well, it's big cities. I see it a lot. Right. But you know? that, that's why I, I would say that, but by today's standard. But like, he specifically said, I lived in a white neighborhood yep, yep, and i yep, didn't see dude. anyone throwing trash on the ground and Ooh. then he specifically said i wow. i live in harlem now and now i see it everywhere and Listen, it's like oh there's wow. so much wrong you with went that. there don you know what you, you went there you know what he's actually saying what that he lived in a rich neighborhood boom and he doesn't understand the difference the yeah that, that's a good point and he blames their race for Amazing. it don lemon is a racist i am i am appalled <laughs> by this video now now hold on i want to make sure i'm clear I don't think what he said is the worst thing in the world. I do think it's 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 got racial. Uh, he he didn't need to go like he didn't bring he, it, it. It doesn't need to bring to bring race into it. Yeah, but I do believe that if we actually read what he said, we would be flipping a coin on whether or not YouTube would would give us a strike and delete this video. They might allow us to talk about it on the grounds that it's news newsworthy. But if we if we just repeated what he said. Like hit the points made by Don Lemon. Oh, right. that's a strike, hands down. Boom, yeah. hands down, hands no. down. Like what you mentioned, where he says, "Now you know, now that I live in, a, I lived in a white neighborhood, and I'll tell you all the things though they did." And it's like, yeah, you it's are like, a multimillionaire who moved yeah. to an upper class neighborhood. Yeah, you're not. 
you you aren't in that class anymore. You're you can't you're speaking for people that you don't understand anymore. That's he what I'm saying. He, he, he didn't he didn't move to uh, the, the the poor white suburbs of you know South Chicago, mm. south southwest suburbs of Chicago. Right, exactly. Where where there, there was there's a there's a suburb in, of Chicago called Summit. We call it Scummit. Oh yeah, and it's and it's mostly white, uh, lower uh, income, and I know people who lived there, and there there's a lot of drugs, and it is not. Don Lemon, you want to talk about litter? You want to talk about community? You, yeah. you need to understand what poverty is. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think what he did was overtly racist. Because he ignores the issues of class and blames the race for what... I can't repeat it, man. I'm, well, we'll I'm, see. I, we're, it, getting, we're getting... We're, we're crop dusting on the danger. I, you took I know. the Vanis. Yeah, boy. yeah. I, I feel like I... I you, you didn't even want to do this story. You were kind of like, man, it's a little... And I'm like, no, no, no. We got to talk about this. Well, we can this. talk. I, it wasn't that. I was like, I was like, you realize if we say what he said, right, like, right, okay, YouTube okay. will yeah. delete the stream. Yeah, we can't say. Well, I think this is important. And, and, and <laughs> you know what, what? What happens next is really important, too. You know, seeing what happens. What is CNN going to do? Because this just, this just popped up today. Like I saw this floating around today. Nothing. Someone someone tagged me in it, and and you know who you are. I appreciate you for for tagging me in this, and uh, and and it's crazy. And we'll see because CNN cancel culture. Like, what are they going to do? Don Lemon's one of their their head figures right now. You know. Yeah. Here's if you want to find the video, because again, I, I I don't believe it isn't that bad. The people are saying it isn't racist. Trust me, man. I'm telling you, what he said is YouTube bannable. Search for Don Lemon, Bill O'Reilly doesn't go far enough. And you can watch what he said. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who, 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 who defend what he said. But I think what the point I'm making is not that I'm agreeing or disagreeing or getting in any part of that argument. I'm telling you that based on what he said, if you say that today, if you record that video and put it on Twitter, Twitter will ban you. I mean, hands down, there, there are people out there that are saying that. Like I said, Thomas Sowell is saying it. Uh, Larry Elder is, is out there saying this stuff too there's 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 but, a, but, some prominent figures out there but prominent that are figures pro- probably going to get banned well, no no no. the prominent figures tend to get more leeway okay so during the learn to code fiasco mm-hmm. i tweeted it a bunch of times <sighs> oh yeah did and you I never got suspended of course <laughs> okay because they they I, i'm i'd be willing to bet youtube has a coding system for profiles that okay. are internal all right for whether or not someone's a journalist or whether or not someone's a celebrity or sports okay and i'm i'm making that that guess based on the fact that twitter will do anything for journalists because it's the largest and most active user base. Am I a journalist now? I don't know. Technically. You might get verified. I don't know what I am, honestly. I'm on IMDb. Uh, Cultural commentator. Cultural cultural commentator. Someone was like, you're on IMDb. I was like, oh, I'm on IMDb. For Timcast. Yeah, but people... Don't take this away from me, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Like you got the you got the stage, Adam. I think we got it out though. I mean, you, you, people need to just look at look at see it for themselves. You know, go go watch it. I would make the point before we go hmm. that Thomas Sowell and Larry Elder are very very careful to say things like this is a class issue. It's not right. necessarily That's very a true. race issue. They're very precise in their language. Yeah, Jordan Peterson and they be very proud. and they use a lot of um, facts. Right. They they back right, up every oh, single sure. thing that they say with with them. facts and history of uh, and of the way that we where how we got here and and how how much we've done to get here right which people like to just ignore. Well, let, let me let me wrap up that whole conversation. Sure. With the point is, when two thirty reform happens overnight, that conversation that Don Lemon had will come back like like a like a dam breaking, a flood sweeping across the valley. Yep. People will start bringing these things up. 
They'll start talking about family. They'll start talking about uh, the importance of free speech and culture, education. Yep, you're right. All of these conversations will come back, and you don't even realize they're gone. Oh, I can't wait to have conversations again. Honestly, this is that's actually my job now. Someone brought up a really great. I'm getting paid to have conversations. It's great. So I went on, but I want uh, it to be okay. I want it to be politically correct to have a conversation. When I went on the Rogan podcast with uh, Dorsey, yeah, a lot of people made a really good point. They said, "Why are four liberals in a room talking about what conservatives think?" Mm. And Mm. I said, "That's a great point." Yep. Joe uh, should have a liberal and a conservative a good or point. two conservatives to come in and talk about these these issues. Actually, it would be great if Will Chamberlain, who is a lawyer and he runs human events, gave his perspective along with maybe like a higher profile Ben Shapiro or something on their view on just the general culture around censorship with a, with, with a legal perspective. Yep. Because typically these these arguments have been right now. The Internet is all liberals like conservatives exist. And there's a reason why they're all going to parlor, because they they are they are walking on the razor's edge. I'm a moderate, you know, liberal politically, and there is a what I described as kind of like a temporary alliance between liberals and conservatives, real liberals, yeah, because we agree on most things. Classic liberal. No, 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 like traditional or social liberal, like the liberals of the '90s and the and and and, and the 2000s are classical liberal is a right wing position. It's it's center right. Oh. Social liberals are center left. The center left and the right. Liberal can mean anything nowadays. Well, yeah, right. Now people use it to just mean leftist, <laughs> which is not true. So, so what, I'm, what I mean to say is of the 90s and 2000s and even the 2010s, social liberalism was like the default for the Democratic Party. It's very similar to liberalism, but it has a, a slant towards social programs and civil rights issues. I would consider myself a social liberal in that I want the 1964 Civil Rights Act in place. Yeah. I want equality under the law and all that stuff. Classical liberals are more um, like free market, less government intervention, but very similar in that regard. Mm-hmm. There is an alliance now between conservatives, traditional conservatives, diehard conservatives, and social liberals, the intellectual dark web, the politically homeless, because of the illiberalism of the far left. So we will see these conversations emerge and, and s- if this happens. We got to read Super Chats. I hope so. You hope we do. Yeah. I'm going to start it off. I, I just saw Lauren One just sent a huge Super Chat. Ooh. A big one. Didn't say a word. Oh, thank you. Didn't say a word. So thank you. Thank you very much. Well, we got a huge Super Chat here from Logan Porter. He says, no hate, Tim. I can't watch you anymore. Your defeatism and pessimism is getting to me. I'm going crazy watching you, and I choose right now to wash my hands of you. I'll vote how I vote, I'll protect myself, and I won't just roll over and die. Take care of yourselves. What about well, me? I respect the criticism. You, you, can, and I will, you come I for will, Tim, stay for I me. I will stay do better. Hmm? Yeah, 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 yeah. Adam's still here. He's arguing with me, right? <laughs> yeah. Every chance I get. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see what we got here. Commander 232 uh, says, hey, Tim, I have said this before. Uh, before us in FPS in North Dakota will be damned if we secede our nation to these domestic terrorists. Don't give in and give up. There are more people in the central U.S. that will go down fighting than you know. We are just setting up our pieces. I think the challenge, though, is... Or they're busy working. Or they're... they're well, they, that's why they I They want to be upright standing citizens that do things through under the law instead of going out and, and being violent. This that's is not the way that most people are. This is why uh, election day should be a holiday. I absolutely agree with you, 100%. And I think conservatives you know should be leading that charge. Let me get my uh, my little pistol. 
Your little what? Oh, it's way that's too right. far from me. Too far away. Yeah, I'm going to spin the UFO for that. Yeah. Conservatives should be leading the charge on election day being a holiday because they're the ones who tend to have the jobs, yeah, they right? Work, yeah. It's Boom. the people who aren't working who can freely go out and vote when they feel like it. If it was a holiday, then more conservatives holiday. could vote. Make it a holiday. Make it a paid holiday. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. All right. Let's see what we got here. Akepot says, it's not too late. I think this often and tend to be pessimistic these days. However, I'm reminded that while Trump won't stop this, he buys us time. We can't roll over. We need to fight to wake others up. It's happening in the 11th hour. Don't quit. Here, here. Well, I, I hear well, you. I certainly won't. I will not either. It's good to hear, Tim. I only, I only, I only entertain the idea of at some point getting in the van down by the river. <laughs> no, but we're expanding, mind you. So for the people oh, who, man. who, you know, I'll, I'll, I won't be as pessimistic, but I will point out we're expanding. We're doing more. Oh yeah, we're we are. Bringing on more yeah, we're people. Very excited. We're going to build an indoor shooting range. Yep. Think about how crazy that is. Six months ago, I'm like, no guns in my house. Now it's like, let's build a shooting range. <laughs> let's buy yeah. all the guns. I'm yeah. very excited about it. We <laughs> should do. We should do a couple episodes down by the river just for for kicks. It is so cool. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> I just can't wait till it gets. It's going to take a couple months, but we yeah. we are in the process. It'll be worth it. Yeah. We're gonna have an archery range, well, indoor skate shooting park. range, archery range. Same same difference. Yeah. Yep. It's gonna be good though. Lots of guns. Exile Devil says, "You hate the Confederacy. Riddle me this: One part of the country demands the others adhere to them." The other refuses and forms a rebel army to fight back against them. Sound familiar? Are we the new confederacy? Will we be called traitors if you lose? And uh, the issue, however, is that this goes back to the conversation I've brought up where people are like, you know, they've said to me that if I was alive during the civil rights era, I would have been one of the moderates being like, everyone needs to calm down and just accept it. And I'm like, that's not true. My family history is rooted in the civil rights era and everything. it's, it's, It's literally intrinsic to what I what I am. You are a minority. Right. That's true. The, the smallest, smallest minority. minority in the country. Yeah. So, first of all, history is written by the victors. However, the Confederates were illiberal. The North was, at, at least as, as it pertained to, to slavery. Mm-hmm. So, you had the bloodiest battle. I believe it was in the history uh, of battles, right, of wars. Mm-hmm. And it, were, it was people saying literally owning people is a violation of the Constitution of the Declaration of Independence, and it must be ended. Immoral, yeah. Yeah. So you can't you can't have a government that says of, by, and for the people, except those people. And that's why we've been able to develop all these civil rights. Boom. Freedom wins. Not the left. Freedom. It was I think it was yes. Jack Uger of the Young Turks who said Freedom. The, the the left always wins. You're on the wrong side of history. He's wrong. He is wrong. He is He's absolutely wrong. It is wrong. freedom that wins. Yep. And so if you fight for freedom, they may demonize you. And they'll lie about you, and they'll call you a Nazi. Yeah, bring it. They'll call yeah. you Confederate. They'll call you all the worst names in the book. I don't care. Stand up for what you believe in. Don't I won't don't, let, don't give in. I won't let someone else tell me who I am. But they, they they will tell others unless it was the chat <laughs> calling me soy Jesus. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of let them. I let that happen. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had no choice. But it's good to handle. What are you gonna do? <laughs> all right. What 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 does Sun Bay mean? Gar- uh, uh, praise the sun. Gareth Green says Pool mm-hmm. Sun Bay Krigler Sun Bay. Please read Thomas Sowell's Basic Economics. It changed my life. We have Specifically, it oh, showed we, me. Do we? Nice. It showed me that most of the world's ills are due to price controls. <laughs> really? I believe so. There is a <laughs> lot. Man, the more I look into everything, the more it's everything. It's not any one thing. You can't put any blame on any one thing. There's not, that's just not possible. Well, life, man, life, is, is a- life is so complex. And I'm... I've watched a long thing, a long interview with him today, and that's really where this is. This specifically is spawning from. 
he is very knowledgeable about so, a lot. Yeah, about a lot of stuff. That dude is about a where we are, how how we got here, yep. and and what what is the real, you know, turnings of society. It's it's he's enlightening. Oh yeah, I'm gonna man. really dig into that man. And that's what they don't like. They don't like the enlightenment. They don't like free inquiry, free well, thought. They're not gonna stop me. Hassam says your thoughts on this quote. The issue is never the issue. The issue is the revolution. Saul Alinsky rules for radicals. My thoughts on that is that the left is not doesn't care about any of these causes. The ends justify the means. And yep. what they're fighting for is a faith. The revolution is meaningless. It is a buzzword. They just want it by any means necessary. Yep. They don't know what it means afterwards. They don't know what they get. They don't care. It's faith. It's better. Hmm. It's 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 Elysium. It's it's Valhalla. It's it's seventy two virgins. Yeah, that's all it is. Interesting. It's 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 know, smashing the like button. Yeah, it's smash the like button. That's right. Yeah, thank you. These people. <laughs> could you, you imagine too. hordes of people going out, just going like, ah, ah, ah. I'm smashing. You got to like smash it. Yeah. Ah. Thank you. There you go. Smash it correctly. Hold on. Hold on. If you're gonna smash my button, all right, you better smash it <laughs> right. Can we create like the, right. the, the the revolution of the like button and get the the, the, the zealotry <laughs> of the far left, but just for liking our videos? Yeah. Like yeah. going to every video and just like liking all of them for Ooh, yeah. just, that's what they're all about. That's the smash mission. Smash all of the like buttons. That will the get like you to buttons. heaven. It's like the opposite of cancel everything. Yes. How like do we? Everything. How do we convince? <laughs> how do we convince the far left that the true way to win the revolution is to smash that like button? <laughs> I don't. Think, they all I show up. Hundreds of thousands of people are all liking. Like, ah. <laughs> hey man, there, there there are some leftist podcasts that make a lot of money. Really? Oh yeah. No, I don't. Okay. This one's for uh, this one's inadvertently for Lydia. Landon says thoughts on stoicism and virtue ethics as a solution to vapidity and degradation, giving up on the cultural revolution. Ooh. That is a heavy, heavy topic. I will tweet about that. How about that? You don't have any thoughts on it now? You well, so I, I think that if you look at stoicism as a solution, it, it it really comes down to responsibility to yourself. And you're only controlling what you can control. So the entire problem that I think that the left wing has right now is trying to control everything except themselves. So stoicism turns that on its head. For me, it's valuable because it tells me that the only thing I can control is myself, which is great because... I'm a little bit emotional at times. So if you get that under control and realize that you can, it's great. It's very empowering. So I think that if they did that, there'd be a lot, the whole world would be a lot better off. So that's my two cents. Basically, the whole left is the least stoic. Yes, very. Because yeah. they can't control themselves. Well, it's a very masculine trait. They hate stoicism. They hate it's it. a very masculine didn't, trait. Didn't we talk about this mm. yeah, I on think the show? So, yeah. yeah. Like how they actually hate stoicism. During emotional yeah. intelligence when right. we talked about that. Yeah. There, that there, was a good episode. There was something we were reading where it was like, who, who said this? That if, you know, when, when you have when you get into a car accident, the man is... That was Sean Smith. That was Sean yeah, Smith. That's right. Yeah, we had him on. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, that was a good episode. Could you imagine? They want to get rid of masculinity. So a man and a woman and their kids get into a car accident and they both just start crying. Yep. Yeah, then who's going to fix the tire? I mean, Nobody. No one? It's, you know, I guess they, they, they like, both do they it can't, together. They can't take it from me. I'm, I'm gonna, I know how to fix the tire. I know how to do all that's that. Right. Like, right, actually, that's that's actually, hold on. Hmm. They get into a car accident, but the traditional, traditional family structure is dissolved. So we're looking at this from the wrong way. Wrong, wrong way. If it was a, a, a family that didn't believe in masculine or stoicism, it would be like three Vaymans, <laughs> one uh, trans-masculine you know, femme, and a couple non-binary kids. Babies, okay. yes. And they would just have to assign who does what. And they would all do teamwork, I guess. I I, I don't know if I can understand Babies. their logic. I don't understand. Because they don't have... 
<laughs> yes, thank you. We'll just Thanks go with that. that. <laughs> we'll just go with that. You're not allowed. <laughs> yes. Nothing would work. It all fall apart. <laughs> yeah. Someone uh, said, uh, not smashing the like button is racist. That's oh, right. Well, oh, you know, whoa, whoa, It's a minority-run company. You, you feel free to smash the uh, dislike button if you want, but I prefer you smashing the like button. Say Donald Trump likes the like button. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Smash it. Gareth, uh, Gareth Green says Sunbay is the Korean equivalent of Japanese senpai. Oh, oh nice. really? It's funny uh, that it's a, ter- a term suffix that refers to older brothers or upper classmates. Oh, oh, I like that. I should know stuff like that. You I'll, should. I only know bad words I can't say on YouTube. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you should know this. Yeah. Sunday. It's actually one. funny. Once I met a dude who was like a, a white dude who grew up in Chicago who was <laughs> fluent in Korean. Really? And like. Did he come at you with that, uh, that Korean yeah, cool. and I was like, I don't know anything. You're like, I, like, I got my, nothing. My, my mom you said a few America bad words. Then, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm I'm not Korean enough, I guess. Mm. Oh. Here we go. There. Oh yeah, yeah. Gareth <laughs> says, sadly, Lincoln and the original Republicans took the country in a more centralized direction because they saw the United States as a unitary nation. We have never recovered. You know, I was reading about this, hmm. and it really does seem like you could argue historically the Civil War never ended. Yeah, we were talking about that the, the other day. I was looking at some congressional districts that before the Civil War had a variety of political parties. Mm-hmm. And then just before the Civil War, it became two party. The two parties fighting over the ideology. And then because it was so severe, everyone teamed up and formed factions. And it's still that way to this day. Yeah. Uh, we should we should like dive into that much further. And yeah. Maybe. maybe, maybe so one of the goals with the new space is to get more space for more guests like i can't wait to have way guests. bigger space we will have guests eventually yes I'm very like excited. that was the original plan of the show we had a few guests but maybe like two or three even <gasps> That'd be so because we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have oh, a one time yes. right yeah, have, yeah. have wonderful discussions Party. we can I have love a, this we're gonna have a table that could that could cater to like five or six people at, yeah. at once mm-hmm. and so it'd be great to have actually some civil war historians yeah and yeah. secure like you know you know what i would love to do a civil war expert and a national security global national security expert and have them like, ah, because then the Civil so War guy cool. is going to be like, here's what we saw in terms of the 1800s, which led to this. And the NATSEC guy is going to be like, that's really interesting because in, you know, South Philly, when we saw this, that's a parallel to, and then like, you might. You know, that kind of reminds cool. me, I wanted to bring up uh, Tom McDonald it, when we were talking about the Don Lemon, Terry Crews thing, because a lot of his music that I'm listening to is, is very uh, cultural and, and, and also calling out culture. In, in a sense. And that dude's amazing. I feel like he's he, on the same he, page as us. Inc- I would love to have you on a guest if, you, if you're listening, Tom. Man, you, you're a boss. And, uh, but, but seriously, his message, though, you know, he's, he's calling out the culture of n- not necessarily, I, I don't want to, like, make it a race thing. It's, it's a culture issue of, you know, like, r- rappers glorifying specific things and glorifying violence and glorifying, you know, having guns and, and, and living that lifestyle, which leads to a lot of things that are negative in, in someone's life, you know, and he's calling a lot of this stuff out, you know, and it's and people are people are hating on him and he doesn't care. It, it's spawned an even better music from him. Yeah, it's great. It's like this, this wonderful cycle that he, he's just living it. And it's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. If you don't know, if you don't know him. Tom McDonald, you can check him out on YouTube. The incredible. Cor- the coronavirus song was this amazing. Is, this, I'm not being paid to say this. I, I truly believe he's got some yeah, incredible music. I, I grew up in Chicago with, with got a lot of uh, underground uh, hip hop music, and he, he's a really good, talented artist, and you should yeah, check man. him out. He's got a really good message. All right, we got this from Carl's, Carl's Jr. Oh. Post office <laughs> is in constitution because government provided communications can't be censored. Needs to be extended to internet. 
I never understood why post office was in the Constitution until seeing Silicon Valley. Interesting. Hmm. Kaleem says, I'm in college right now studying animation. I want to create my own animation industry with cities falling apart right now. What would be a good place to build it? Love your show. Spin the UFO. I will. Renovo, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. I think it's pronounced Renovo. Mm -hmm. I say Renovo, but there are many towns that are dying. The population is leaving. There's no jobs. And there are small towns that once existed for a reason. Now they have. The reason is gone. The reason is gone. Yeah. Factories are closing. The railroad track. The trains don't come through anymore. And so I looked at a bunch of small towns. And I was talking to some other people of uh, like, you know, prominent political personalities and, and commentators and comedians. I'm like, if you've got the money, why don't you move to a city that is dying because it needs industry? Set up your studio. It'll be dirt cheap. Yep. You can get really great internet with no, with no competing, you know, access. So you'll always have the best speed. You can get, you know, really good gigabit or better. Hire some locals. Give them some jobs. Hire some locals for the things they can do around, you know, cleaning and building. Yep. But then naturally the revenue that flows externally from the, ad, the ads you generate. So, so the, the money we generate for this show comes from all over the country and even some other parts no, of the, the world. Yeah, the world. And then it centralizes wherever it is we are. So that's one of the things I really hope to do moving away from the cities. I can't wait. Because now we're going to be giving, we're going to creating, be creating more jobs for rural areas. There's going to be new industry popping up, new, new restaurants, new businesses, new services, a real opportunity. And the money comes from ads from various bigger cities and donations and then can go to this area so we can be job creators, you know? Yeah, I love but it. I, but I, I love the idea if you're going to start a company, move out to one of these towns that needs jobs and you will revitalize these towns. And then if they have only a few thousand people who live there, you put out a call to recruit a few thousand plus one so that you can take over the local government and then start enacting crazy laws like on, on every Friday they have to provide tributes in the form of Pop-Tarts to you at your house. I'm <laughs> yes. kidding, by the way. It's a joke. Sounds great. That's funny. Villa Music Dude says the reason conservatives and Republicans don't stand up much can be explained by personality traits, one such as politeness. There is a stronger correlation with this trait. Look it up. Yeah, it, it, it is true. Um, non-confrontational, more defensive, you know, things like that. You are upset for no reason, says, use this to buy a burrito. Share it with Adam. Give him the bigger half and tell him sorry for being a smug contrarian to his perfectly valid points. Love y'all. Uh, I will order a vegan quesadilla. <laughs> I'm going to put my beanie on just so I can tip, over, over, tip it to you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> over that. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. I will, Thank I will, you. I will order. Here's what I will do. A vegan quesadilla, but I will give you the sour cream. Oh. That's the only thing you're going to give me? <laughs> what? what you, no, no, no. I'm going to give, give you oh, okay. half, okay. but you and can have the sour, sour cream. cream. It sounded like yeah. you were okay, like, you well, I'm going to keep the you quesadilla. You can have a little thing of vegan You can have the you vegan have the sour cream. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew B. says, Tim, with these states saying they will vote with a popular vote, if Trump gets the popular vote, do you think they will still honor that or vote left? I believe the Supreme Court has just struck down the National Popular Vote Coalition, correct? I believe so. The, so yeah, the that's national, what they just did. Oh, they that's just right. did the faith, faith selector thing. Sorry, yeah. I was yep. They were like, no, 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 no. So the, the National Popular Vote Coalition is basically each state saying to their state, no matter how people vote, we give our electoral votes to whoever wins the popular vote. The Supreme Court said no. Faith, the, the electors have to be, but maybe there's something I'm missing there, but that could be the end of it. That could be the end of the so. National Popular Vote Coalition. They may have just you know, a huge victory. Alan McGowan says, I was discouraged when I heard someone made you a like button. I was working on one made of foam for you guys, 
But now that I see it, it's just a pillow. I'm definitely sending you guys mine, and you can see which yes. one you like better. Don't lie. And, You're and making what, it for me. And <laughs> what we'll do is, Adam, you should put it on the wall behind you. Oh, no, no. We're, we're making a new studio. <laughs> so, for this like button. Yeah, no, well, no, no. no we're, we are actually moving to a new spot. So um, we are not long for this house, for this place. Yep. Um, so I will. I will probably make a custom spot on the wall so I can get up and be like, yes, a little punching bag. I'll be Dwight when he gets. We the also job. we also have some soundboards coming. It so maybe 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 we'll actually get the official. Someone made this for us. Yes. So wait, mm-hmm. you you got the official soundboard? It's coming. I, it's a it's a MIDI controller yes. USB. I believe That's it should dope. work. That's cool. And then it will give us cheat an election. Yes. Cheat. So wait, election. who gets control of the soundboard? Those be right here. So you can hit it or I can hit it. Oh, no. Actually, I think it might have to be with, with, with Lydia. <laughs> what does that look? You look like you were farting. No, I was mad. And then I was making faces at them. And then he was like, oh, no, it has to be over there in the corner. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, because she controls does. everything. And we just, you know. Yeah. Sure does. Well, <laughs> I, I definitely am going to need my own soundboard. We'll, we've got to figure it out. I like that. Yeah. That's, that's what I felt like yeah. saying right there. I really would love it so that if you press the button, she popped up on the screen. That's too. what I want. Yeah, but I, I, don't, I, don't, I would love that. I don't, know, do I don't that. know if she like we might get in trouble. I mean, because I've of seen like, I've seen YouTube show. Well, I mean, they, they doctor it after the after the show. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I, I haven't seen if it's live that that happens. But we'll see. I don't know. All right. Supra man says I don't agree with the far left, but I have a fam- But I have but I have a family and my future depends on me having a job. Nobody will stand up for me if I shout. I will wait for November, slam my hand down for Republicans and hope. What else can I do? I respect it. I understand it. Uh, my concern is what happens if it do- it's not enough? And what will your kids have in the future if you don't speak up? Well, wait, I don't. It's so easy to say from from where you're sitting. It always bugs me. It's like, I, I, I don't know what to tell this person. And I feel bad for this person because that's the state that we're in. And it's like, you it's can't, you can't. It's a trap no matter what. That that right there is someone who wants to adhere to the law and, and and win the correct way, you know, not by going and breaking down, ripping down statues and screaming at everybody and inciting violence and, and, and saying, come at me. It's like that's that's and I think right there is you most know, Americans if right every, there, this if, person right here. If every person like him stood up at the exact same time and said, I'm sorry, but I disagree, they would not be fired. They would not lose their job. They would not be put at risk. They would win in two seconds. The issue is the left has is organized. They have nonprofits. They have or, they have organizations that are funding this, that are collect, connecting with people, and the right doesn't. Yep. Perhaps what needs to happen is one thing you can do is maybe you form um, an email list and you ask other people who are in similar positions to join the email list or something or you know sign up, and then you can coordinate and talk about what bothers you and what you want to see and take collective action. The left does it all day, every day. The right doesn't do it. It's true. You're right. There are very few organizations on the right relative to the left that do th- things like this. So Blast Binary says, removing, consider Jim Thorpe PA. We have one gigabit internet, two hours to all metro, Victorian housing, 10 plus local owned restaurants and plenty of gun ranges. We have already found a secret location in a secret place. No one will ever know. But uh-huh. It is down by the river. A it's river. down by a river. Mm-hmm. There's a many. Yeah. There's there's enough rivers. I think we could just say it's down by the river. Down by the river. <laughs> Screen, yeah. <laughs> he had to he had to correct me by saying what I said. <laughs> Y'all heard you heard it right. She said it first. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, so both of you. It's me. Whatever. It's yes. Me. Yes, man. My turn. Yes, woman. Whatever. That's right. No, I'm correcting you too. Just so you know. Sure. <laughs> 
Gareth my, Green my, says, my point stands. Are you moving to Ohio? It's the only red state on Eastern time north of mugginess. That's not true. New Hampshire is. Oh, north of the mugginess. North of the well, mugginess no, line. But, yeah, but New Hampshire, <laughs> New Hampshire is red. Yeah, I think is so. It? Yeah, isn't it's there, very, isn't, very isn't sparsely populated. And Maine is half Maine red. Is, yeah. Interesting Maine's funny. states up there. I've never been up there. Maine is like, you can walk in and be like, one gun, please. And they're like, here you are, sir. Yep. I'm kidding. You still, have the, the you, still, you still have the federal weight period, but <laughs> I was reading about it. You just walk in and be like, I would like a gun. And then you can just like stuff it in your shirt. Like you just walk because there's like nobody who lives there. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. And they have, and they have, they have a thing called black flies. You know what that is? <laughs> mm-hmm. Gigantic biting bugs. Oh, oh, like the, the insect. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought it was going to be some sort of weird thing I've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've heard of black flies. They're, they're all across. Seem terrible. They're, they're prevalent in the middle east or uh, mid midwest also ascendant media says the tyranny of deterioration worries me that it's all just a waste of time taking one step forward two steps back still i believe there's a uh, a breath through the thorns and i believe this summer's warm thrice the long defeat hmm. well here's hoping that this this this, this is my hope that come november republican sweep and the first thing they do is 230 reform and that restores everything back to normal Yep. If you're if you're listening out there, Republicans, it's time to do something. Please. Well, we are about ten minutes over. So excuse me, I got take ups. That means it's time to go. Go for it. <laughs> I'm waiting, I'm waiting for you to do it. Delightfully smash the like button. Gently. It's just, bedtime. Just touch the like button. Biden the like button. <laughs> Biden? You got no no, you gotta go from behind. You gotta Oh my gosh. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Adam is bidening the like you gotta button. Gotta sniff it, Adam. <laughs> Gently biden that like button. Okay, this got really weird really fast. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I regret nothing. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, we, we've we been jamming on a new song together. We, we He started playing Ooh. a song and I started jamming actually, on it. It's an old song. Yeah, I've been jamming on it Whatever, together. Whatever, You already knew the now. words. The, but God. you, but you just what, love, what, but putting me down, <laughs> don't uh-uh, you? Uh-uh, no, 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 no. I throw, the, I throw it on the ground. I was like complimenting button. you. <laughs> yeah, he already knows the words. <laughs> I was like, you knew how to play it. You, you knew the song. <laughs> anyway, what I was trying to say to everybody, be excited. We're working on music together. That's it's true. That's where I was trying to steer the conversation. New music. Woo. <laughs> New music great. you've never heard. That's and right. we have uh, the, the <laughs> Will of the People complete version may be. Um, oh, yeah. I think mid-August. Yeah, yeah. Full yeah. video and everything. Well, animation. I think I think she's almost done with the song. Yeah. And the animation, I'm not. I'm, I haven't. I don't know about the how far Mid, along. Mid-August, maybe end of August. But I think the song is. We could almost put the song out probably I before put then. I want out with the video. Okay. Okay. Yeah, oh, right, because right. the, the video. Know, I know. No, you're right. I when, agree. when you hear the lyrics, you can maybe imagine what you can fill in the gaps. But when you see what's happening in the song, it really paints the picture. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Well, thanks for showing up, everybody. Make sure to follow everybody. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at TimCast. Follow me at Adam Krigler on uh, Parlor, YouTube, um, at Twitter, Instagram. And actually, I, uh, Cosmic Garth just got back today. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ian. Oh, uh, yeah. Crossland. He walked in. And Betsy, the and, cat, like, wigged oh, out because she's right. so happy. But uh, the reason I bring him up is because he walked in, looked at me, he was like, 
let's start a TV show. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yes. yes. So you can actually, AdamCast IRL is actually a channel. So you can find it on YouTube. You can type it in. I, I uploaded one of the episodes that uh, me and Ian did uh, about Tesla. Really love Tesla. It was, it was one of my favorite episodes that we did. And uh, we're going to be doing it. We're going to be digging into some, we're going to be doing deep dives probably once a week. Um, maybe, probably a Saturday show. So you can uh, follow us and uh, watch our, our show. In about two months, we're going to have a brand new set. Yep. And it's going to be amazing because it's probably going to be like multiple sets in one set that, oh, you know, excited. like you you could probably carve out a space that's unique. But then yeah, the, whole, the whole show would have a bigger space with guests and everything. Mm. I've already got hit up by uh, several people who are awesome who want to guest on the show. And I'm yes. excited. But we, we need, you know, transition. And uh, we're going to be out in the middle of nowhere. So it'll be very difficult to find find a way to bring people out. But we're going to be like we're going to have to blindfold them. We're gonna have like black bag them. Yeah, we're, we're gonna have guard Bring towers. Them out. Yes, the, the best part is the auto defense turrets. <laughs> yes, yeah, the auto is going like motion detector turrets. And don't oh, forget yeah. to fifty cals. Follow Sour <laughs> Patch Lids. Oh yeah, follow me, Sour Patch Lids. L Y D S and Parlor. Yep. And then we'll be back tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Eight p.m. Live. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you all tomorrow. <laughs>